This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much and good morning to everybody listening. Good morning to you. And thanks for joining us. It is Wednesday and it's the first day of a new month. So... First day of June has arrived. One of these days we gotta we just gotta go through all the different things at the beginning of the month that uh, have to do with you know what June is. What June is? Yeah, you know, like the on month. the calendar it's it is a month, yeah. I think it's uh, Pride. Am I right oh, that it's Pride okay. Month? You for mean, like, oh, okay. what June is? What what people celebrate in June? There we go. Not everything. Some of it's more like awareness, or commemorance, or awareness. Yeah. What June is? <clears throat> what June is? So uh, possibly we'll go through some of that today. Welcome uh, to the month of June, everybody, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, a couple things I want to get right out of the gate here. Let's look at El Paso weather, which is brought to you by Wet n Wild Water World. El Paso weather is going to be hot today, sunny, and <laughs> 100 for the high temperature. Triple digit heat expected today, but uh, forecast says we'll get a little break from that tomorrow. Mostly sunny. It's only going to be 93 for the high temperature. Also, we're going to see a chance of rain, which we haven't had in El Paso. It seems like in a very long time since mm-hmm. we had any substantial rain. And we may not get it, but uh, looking for a 20-30% chance of rain starting Thursday night and then over into uh, Friday morning. Otherwise, the weekend looks clear. So we got that one uh, little hit where there's a chance of rain on Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday clearing up sunshine or mostly sunny anyway. And back up to the upper 80s. Uh, excuse me, upper nine, upper 80s we wish, upper 90s for high temperatures. It's going to be a hot summer, so make your wet and wild plans early to get the best spot and the best deal on tickets. Right now, you can get your season tickets for just $59.99 at any area Circle K or online at wetwild.com. That's wetwild.com. Wet Wild is the best place for any summertime celebration. All right. I also wanted to mention that Cool Canyon Nights, we've got another night of our summer concert series presented by Star. It's free to attend. And coming up tomorrow night on the McKelligan Canyon Amphitheater stage, Ooh La La, at 7 o'clock. They're on the amphitheater. And on the patio stage, Erwin Solbach is going to be the uh, performer. So come on out. West Star presents Cool Canyon Nights at McKelligan Canyon Amphitheater every Thursday. Uh, the patio stage sponsored by El Paso Community College. The main act is on the amphitheater. Concerts are free to attend. You can find the entire series lineup for West Star presents Cool Canyon Nights on the must-read bar of KLAQ.com on the KLAQ mobile app. Special thanks also to Coca-Cola, Superior Sign and Lighting, Tangy Treasure, Johnson's Jewelers, and Tiff's Treats. But our biggest thanks to Westar 
who presents Cool Canyon Nights every Thursday all summer long. Let's find out what we're going to talk about on the show today. Let's uh, start with a look at news headlines. Nico, what do, what do we have coming up uh, as far as the news is concerned today? Okay, I don't know if you'd heard this or not, but Owen Wilson got his tires stolen right from under his Tesla in, uh, I think it was Hollywood. Like yeah, right Santa in Monica. front of his house. I think it was parked in front of his house, and they they totally jacked his tires Just and his tires. rims. Left the Tesla. Thought the wheels were really <laughs> important. Uh, that was up in headlines. Also, uh, Mayim Bialik, I don't know if you watched Jeopardy, but she had an error on on the show where she had to correct herself later on and give some points and money back to a contestant. Oh, dang. Well, that happens from time to time. Yeah. I mean, that happens every once in a while. Not like Trebek never made any mistakes. Are you curious about the question? No. Oh, Okay. Thank you. And thirdly, in uh, news, uh, definitely this will be coming up. Uh, Uvalde law enforcement is no longer cooperating well, with Texas. Let, let's be clear. It's that one specific guy, the head of Uvalde law, law enforcement. Well, Other police officers are answering questions. but uh, ABC News is reporting that Uvalde, Texas Police Department and school district police forces are no longer apparently helping out in a state probe of the deadly shooting. They say that the Ovalde Police Department stopped helping out last week after being criticized by Department of Public Safety Director Colonel Steve McCraw. Uh, my understanding of that, and I did see that story, is that it's specifically Pete Arredondo who has not responded to requests for a follow-up interview. He, uh, by the way, has uh, taken his seat on the city council, so that's something he had. So he, he did initial uh, investigation but that it is specifically they're talking about Pete Arredondo, who's... Well, he is the chief of police and the school police. He's the chief of the school police there. Yes, and I th- what, think what they're saying is they're no longer getting cooperation from Mr. Arredondo, the individual, not from the uh, police force as a whole. Well, either way, he represents the department okay. in both capacities as the chief of it. Uh, but he was also the incident commander on scene. He's the guy who got criticized for for making the decision to hold back mm-hmm. and not go in for over an hour, right? So he's been getting a lot of criticism. Uh, he probably got the idea, oh, you know, they, they might start targeting me in this investigation in a criminal way. I need to get a lawyer. He probably got a lawyer, I would imagine. And the lawyer told him, yeah, stop cooperating with the investigation. So uh, that is going on in Uvalde, Texas, as the uh, funerals are still continuing. We had some uh, for the 19 victims, or 21 victims, 19 of them children, uh, yesterday, and they're going to have some more uh, today. All right. Yeah. um, Yeah, I saw that. That's hard to believe that in one week's time we went from Oh, you know, the cops were brave. They ran in, you know, under a hail of gunfire immediately and didn't pause. And now it's like, oh, my God, now the guy's not even talking to investigators because it looks so bad for him. Joanna, how about entertainment news? Are you going to hit me with a bummer as well, or do we have something? Maybe. Yeah. In response to a wave of racist oh, backlash, oh no. Disney has issued a statement supporting Obi-Wan Kenobi actor Moses Ingram, 
saying, quote, we are very proud to welcome Moses Ingram to the Star Wars family and excited for Reva's story to unfold. If anyone intends to make her feel in any way unwelcome, we only have one thing to say. We resist. This is She's after, great. Yeah. She plays uh, the third sister who's one of the Inquisitors. She's just really, really cool character and... Uh, I think it's after, one of these things you can just count on. Oh, it's a it's a minority or a woman or both, and there's mm-hmm. a certain branch of the Star Wars fandom that is so toxic that I guess they'll they'll get on there and DM mm-hmm. this uh, this young actress mm-hmm. uh, because she's appearing in this thing that they purportedly love, but right. she's awesome. I mean, she's one of the most interesting characters I think on the show, uh, and a show I love, by the way. Uh, do you know what the complaints are, Joanna? Because I had the complaints are well, it's a minority she, uh, woman she, got a part in a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think it goes any she further. Took than to that. Her it does. Own You'd... personal Instagram to show like all the DMs that she's getting from all the backlash of all the people saying you don't belong in this. This is something we love. You you're a diversity hire. You're well, a diversity hire. Yeah. You're, I had seen a lot of comments about her acting when I was reading through the. You have have you read through the Twitter sc- uh, screenshots or even read no, any of the comments? No, so I just you, read all, the story. All you're doing is just. But going I, off of the, I know that her acting is fine. I I, I thought so too, episodes. but a lot so of people. Anybody were, who's like you're not a good actor is probably coming from a space where it's like, oh, you're you're one of these people that soar because they they cast a minority woman yeah it happened with john boyega it happened with marie tran uh Mm -hmm. kelly marie tran right uh no she's great like some of those scenes where she's questioning people the one where she i mean spoiler (laughs) disney plus show but the one where she's sweating uh uncle owen that's a just an incredibly well acted scene and uh i think she's great so we'll get to that entertainment but I think that's the answer to the question. You got a bunch right. of racist and misogynists who are part of the fan base of Star Wars. But you know, uh, sometimes these fan bases can be a little toxic. Right, they get real toxic. So I think that's uh, what uh, what we got going on here. Joanna's part of that toxic Stranger Things fan <laughs> culture. <laughs> I don't know. Is there a toxic fan culture? I don't know. Maybe. It's just me in the it's back just yelling, Joanna. David Harbour, take your shirt off. <laughs> Show us that dad bod. Show us the dad It bod. is the summer of dad bods, we found out yesterday. <laughs> a quarterback from uh, a, a fan-controlled football league, so I probably need to get into what, what? what that is. What's a fan-controlled football league? Uh, he, uh, FCF? Like a fantasy football team? No, they're out there playing football, but I guess you've got like a little thing you can vote in your seat and you vote do you go for it or do you punt or you know do you go for a three point conversion what do you do a three point uh, field goal so it's far from the NFL but there's a professional football organization called Fan Control Football and it's an indoor league where fans vote on what plays their team should run uh, they also decide the outcome of instant play reviews, which that okay. doesn't really seem fair, you know, for the hometown to get to decide what what the referees are, are going to uh, decide. Also, the fans choose the names of the teams, colors of the uniforms every season. Just to let you know how far from the NFL this is, some former NFL stars, and for Johnny Manziel, I use the word NFL star in quotation marks, but... <laughs> Johnny Manziel and legit NFL star Terrell Owens uh, have played in it. 
Jason Stewart is the quarterback for a team called the Zappers. And he threw a touchdown last week and celebrated by pulling a joint, that is a rolled-up marijuana cigarette. He pulled a joint out of his pants, lit it, and took a hit. Well, he got fired, but only on a technicality because this is like the the wild rules don't apply league. This is like the outlaw league. So the FCF, that's Fan Control Football, actually supports players' responsible use of cannabis. So he didn't get in trouble for that, but it was in Georgia. And cannabis is still illegal in Georgia where all the games are played and smoking is banned in the arena they played in. So based on those two things, uh, Jason Stewart had to go. He lost his job. He tweeted that he's just he's doing fine in life off the field and he's not sweating it. It was a blessing just to play again. But busted out a joint <laughs> as part of a touchdown celebration and lost his job. Oh, no. All right, we've got a lot to cover today. It is the first day of June. Welcome to June, everybody. And we've got a lot that we're going to get to and a lot that we're going to cover. Thank you for joining us today. Let's get this Wednesday show off the ground. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, there's uh, a another shortage that they're seeing because of the supply chain and various oh, no. issues. And, uh, this one isn't. Why, uh, why aren't we over that yet? You know, I'm, I don't know enough about how the supply chain works and what the holdup is. I know we found out in the case of the uh, the baby formula, I guess some, one of the big factories, mm-hmm. and there aren't that many that make them in the U.S., but one of the big factories had to be shut down because of, sanitary uh, issues and the contaminants. building contaminants, and the building wasn't up to code. And, uh, so I don't know what's causing this one, but if you're a moviegoer, if you're a person that goes to see movies in the theater, this uh, this latest oh, no. one could affect you. So we'll have that coming up before too long. Uh, on TV today, Disney Plus Part 3 of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the air or not, but <laughs> I really thought the first two episodes that they had last week were fantastic. I'm really looking forward to getting home and watching me some Obi-Wan Kenobi on Disney+. Plus. Nope, you haven't mentioned it once before. Over on CBS tonight, let's make a deal primetime at 7. And so you think you can dance auditions, that's tonight at 8 on Fox. The Scripps National Spelling Bee semifinals is going to be televised on ION. And LeVar Burton is the narrator of the Spelling Bee. What is the narrator? Like the, doing the play-by-play? He's gotten a big word. It's abrogate. Abrogate, yeah. I didn't know they needed an announcer for that. I mean, good for LeVar Burton, but I thought you kind of like the adult read the word and the person. And there must be more that goes into spelling. Now, this one has a silent P. Let's see if Jamar can get it. And a new Real Housewives series premieres. They haven't my knowledge, haven't done this one before. Real Housewives of El Paso. No. The Real Housewives of Dubai. Oh. You can check that 
tonight on Bravo. Check out, uh, there's a teaser trailer for Disney's live-action Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, it looks like just from the pictures, plays he's Geppetto. Geppetto. I'm right. sure he's Geppetto. And it will premiere on Disney Plus on September the 8th. In the meantime, Tom Hanks is going to portray another puppet master who pulled the strings on a on a young boy when he plays Colonel Tom Parker in Elvis coming out. I'd say Colonel Tom and Geppetto probably had a lot in common. Colonel Tom? Colonel Tom Parker. It's not Major Tom? No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh Star Wars fans have been attacking actress Moses Ingram since the premiere of the Disney Plus series Obi-Wan Kenobi, which I don't think I've mentioned this yet, but I really enjoy Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hey, uh, what are your thoughts on that new Obi-Wan Kenobi show? It's really, really great. <laughs> it's great. So she responded to the haters. We got that audio, and uh, Ewan McGregor himself had a message for them. So... Uh, just for the record, I, I, th- I think her character is one of the most interesting characters on the show. Super interesting, really well acted. Well acted. I, you know, uh, also, I guess it came out that Disney told her ahead of time, like, hey, look, here's a regular thing mm-hmm. that now we just expect, we to, expect happen. to happen. There are going to be some people in the Disney fan uh, or the Star Wars fan right. throngs that are real. Pieces, pieces bleep, and they're just gonna give you a hard time because well, you're a female and minority, I guess. Well, you and McGregor has now come out with his own statement supporting well, I've her. Got, I've got uh, those. I've got two statements here. First, uh, Moses Ingram, who plays Riva, one of the Inquisitors in Obi Wan Kenobi, and Obi Wan himself, Ewan McGregor, had a message for the haters as well. Ooh. Oh, burn. that's gonna hit some people. Obi Wan doesn't like me. Not because you're a POS. Right. Yeah, I will say that there's there's such a thing as legitimate critiques of a movie. And one of the critiques I had of the sequels was, you know, it's like they introduced uh, John Boyega's character, who was a really interesting character, but then they kind of like dropped his whole thing. Was he a Jedi? Did he have Jedi powers? Right. You and know, what was the thing never... at the end he wanted to tell Ray? Right, he needed to tell Ray something at the end, and you might say, "Oh, well, that's going to be explained later in like a tie-in novel or something." But I'm saying, in the context of the movie, it really seemed like you know you had a pretty interesting character here, and you didn't develop. And then with Kelly Marie Tran, I think there's tr- just right racist trolling, but it does seem like it's like we need a love interest for John Boyega's character, so we're going to introduce her, and then. Nothing's really going to develop out of that. Uh, you know, it just seems like there was a lot of squandered. But, I mean, a lot of it has to do with people who grew up on Star Wars. Well, I don't know. I, I mean, it's just every... I'm sure every fan base has its its rotten apples, right? Right. Not the Harry Potter fan. I don't know. Yeah. Even, even the Harry Potter fans, I'm sure. Yeah. DeLorean Motor Company has revealed its upcoming DeLorean EV. 
the DeLorean was the car that Doc Brown uses a time machine in Back to the Future. And I saw the pictures yesterday, and I thought this was, you know, like some kind of fantasy mock-up or whatever. But it's going to be an electric vehicle. Come on. It's 2022. <laughs> By this time, it ought to be running on nuclear energy. What was the little, <laughs> like the little... Uh, Mr. Fusion? Yeah, Mr. Fusion. You ought to come with a Mr. Fusion at this point. I like how you look to Joanna. Yeah, thanks. Well, I didn't know if you'd ever seen Back to the Future or not. I know Joanna's at we least seen it. We don't know if you've watched movies. I've watched movies. <laughs> the nerdy ones. It will have the gullwing doors. I didn't know those were called gullwing doors. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, it looks nice. Yeah, you see in the pictures yeah. of it. But that's just a render. Like the, that's they haven't built it yet. Oh, they haven't built it yet. Mm-mm. Then why are they bringing up our hopes like that? I know, right? <laughs> uh, pricing is expected to be in the hundred and seventy-five thousand oh. dollar range, and production is expected to begin. Oh, look, the facility that's going to build them is in San Antonio. In the next couple oh, of years, they're going to start know. working. And uh, it is going to be... What is EV? Does that mean electric vehicle? Ah, good job right means? there. Finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> and if it seems like it's been hot the month of May, we've still got another 20-some-odd days until Ugh. summer's even here. But um, one in seven people hope that this summer will be hotter than usual, according to a survey of 30,000 Americans. Right. One in seven say they hope it's hotter this year than uh-huh. usual. Uh, one in seven people in the South and one in eight people in the Midwest. Overall, 14% of people in the United States and all 50 states want it to be hotter than usual. 37% said they want it to be cooler than usual. And 43% said... What the hell are you asking me? <laughs> Do I want it to be hotter? Did you just ask me if I want it to be hotter? Right. 43% said, yeah, whatever it normally is. Uh, 44% of us are expecting a hotter than average summer. Only 5% think it'll be cooler than normal. Look, I know global warming's an issue, but I can remember some of those summer days of my youth that seemed just off the charts hot. It was the summer of 1883. Well, but I grew up where it's humid, you know, and in El Paso, I, I know it sounds like, it sounds kind of hacky, but to say, but it's a dry heat. It's a different kind of heat. It's, it is. It's a lot more comfortable until you get to a certain point and like, and I call this Phoenix heat. So when it gets to like 114, 115. Oh my God, I've been does, in that heat. It does before. not matter how dry it is. It's still miserable. You got to remember, you know, fire is a dry heat. So, yeah, fire. It's a dry heat. <laughs> All right. You ready to hear about the next supply chain issue that Americans need to make their peace with because it's coming. Uh-oh. Most definitely. The Wall Street Journal reports that movie theater chains are very worried that supply chain issues are going to lead to a significant popcorn shortage later this summer. <gasps> oh, no! I love popcorn! <laughs> <laughs> that really got Joanna. An executive from a popcorn supplier says supply will be tight 
at some point this summer. Wait, 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 wait. Popcorn comes from corn, right? Yep. Don't we grow a lot of corn here? Yep. I thought we grew so much corn that they were like, well, we got extra. Let's make gas out of it. And let's make syrup out of it. Yeah. High fructose corn syrup. So we don't have enough for popcorn? You know, they they break it down a little for you, so you're asking the right kind of questions. So the executive for the popcorn uh, industry says it's partially because they're going to have to pay farmers more to keep growing popcorn rather than switching to more lucrative crops like soybeans. Or cannabis. (laughs) Or cannabis. (laughs) Sorry, we can't do popcorn anymore. But we make green gold. With integrity. <laughs> um, if the shortfall happens, it could really hurt theaters that are already dealing with staffing issues and inflation. Uh, they need the profit from concessions. I once read that if you get a large bucket of popcorn for like, like what is it, eight or ten bucks? Probably? Like eight bucks. Like eight bucks. The cost, including the container, uh-huh. thirty cents. <gasps> and they're making like fifteen so bucks off of each mar- one. It's a markup of seven seventy, essentially. Also, I want to ask you guys: uh-huh. Is it just me, or does anybody remember when movie popcorn was always fresh, like it was always just had just been popped, and the whole theater smelled like it? In your you're day, not. here's what I think's going on. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> anybody in the movie industry? They had a ticket taker and they had a man, man in the wheel. And there was a live organ player. <laughs> <laughs> right, he had a monkey on his shoulder. <laughs> and the people in the crowd, they'd never seen a movie, so they thought the train was going to run them over. <laughs> <laughs> Panic ensued. <laughs> I believe that when you go into a modern theater, they've got a popcorn machine, but that's just for show. Okay. I think they get their popcorn out of these huge bags, and it comes popped already. As okay. opposed to you think when I was they a kid. are importing popped popcorn in the You've theaters. You've never been where you're watching it, the popcorn actually pop, and then and they then they put scoop it in into it. it? No, yeah. it's been a long time since I've seen oh. that happen. Well, because you go to Alamo a lot. I do go to Alamo. Yeah, but theirs is definitely not just for okay. No, yeah, for I sure. I can tell you, though, I don't think this is imaginary. The popcorn was much more, not only delicious, but it smelled better and it tasted fresher back in the old days. In the old days. <laughs> I think it is in your head. Back when we called them talkies. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't talk then. And we called <laughs> it. They were quieties. And we called it popping corn. <laughs> <laughs> And a young man is head full of dreams. Orville Redenbacher <laughs> finally perfected the process. So get ready for the popcorn no! shortage that could be hitting us this summer. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo. They're located at the corner of Dyer and Monroe. Moments from Fort Bliss, you can find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. 
We've got free concerts for you every Thursday night at McKelligan Canyon Amphitheater. West Star presents Cool Canyon Nights, and the 2022 season is well underway. Concerts start at 6 o'clock with live performers on the El Paso Community College patio stage, followed by the main act in the amphitheater, and they go on around 7. Concerts are free. Also, there's food truck. There are food trucks, rather. There are multiple food trucks, (laughs) and there's a lot of beverages to drink, too. You can find the entire uh, series lineup for West Star Presents Cool Canyon Nights on the must-read bar of KLAQ.com and on the KLAQ mobile app. But I can tell you who the performers are this week. On the patio stage, Erwin Solbach, uh, also known as the Frank Cetras, does Sinatra. He does Elvis, Elton John, some Mexican rock originals. So uh, Erwin Solbach is going to be on the patio stage starting at 6 this Thursday, tomorrow night. And Ooh La La. Ooh La La. They do covers from the 70s and 80s. If you like bands like Earth, Wind, and Fire and Donna Summer and Chic. Love them all. Yeah. Uh, then you're going to love Ooh La La. And they are headlining tomorrow. That's Thursday night as West Star presents Cool Canyon Nights at McKelligan Canyon Amphitheater. We had a good time last week, didn't we? Getting out. You even told me it was nice to get out. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Just a buzz out in rare. Yeah. In a rare <laughs> outing. And then I was out. Out in uh, the wild. Out in the wild. I was out Sunday at uh, Tunes at the Dunes. Tunes at the Dunes. Buzz, you were out and about. What's going on? I don't know. Don't expect it to be a common thing. <laughs> don't don't expect it to continue. <laughs> uh Netflix is defending a comedy special again, and it has to do with uh, anti-trans content. Uh, and this one is the Ricky Gervais comedy special. Uh, Netflix boss Ted Sarandos is defending R- Ricky Gervais for the anti-trans content. Okay, is is. Is it pejorative of me to even say anti-trans content? Or would you agree that it's that it's anti? I mean, it, oh, by calling like, it, is like it anti-trans term, con- content? Term. Oh, no, I don't like... Okay, yeah, it is not propaganda against trans people. It's a comedy special. It's Ricky Gervais doing stand-up comedy. So I wouldn't say that he's... Ant- like, he is not railing against trans people in this special. He's not saying that they're bad. He's not calling them bad people. He's just making jokes and... Well, in a new interview, Netflix co-CEO Ted Sarandos said, quote, we're programming for a lot of diverse people. We want something for everybody, but everything's not going to be for everybody. Nobody would say that what Ricky does isn't thoughtful or smart. You just don't agree with him. Yeah, exactly. I would almost expect you to be on the other side of this issue and me to be on the other side of it. What do you there are what sides are there? Well, I think I mean, okay, I think Netflix is is tr- Didn't you watch position- Didn't you watch the special Supernature by Ricky Gervais? You just watched it this weekend, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't watch it all the way to the finish, but yeah, I watched I watched some of it. And you told me it was funny? Yeah, it was funny. He's a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the stuff he says is so, funny, but some where, of it's anti-trans and I just figured You you do think it's anti-trans? 
you think he is anti-trans people? Or do you I think mean, that he definitely he takes an attitude of this thing is kind of, I mean, I think he makes the implication that it's a mental disorder, that we're all expected to respect people's pronouns, and that it's just this, it's a sign that, uh, like, we've lost our minds, that, you know, we we indulge people in these uh, fantasies that they're, you know, that women have, uh, what was his line? Women have, women don't have penises. He was like, that's a, you know, who would have guessed if you went back 10 years that it would be a controversial statement to say that women don't have penises, which I can't think of a conversation in 2012 where that comment would ever come up. That would be one weird conversation, man. But but it's not it, weird now. It almost seems like Netflix is is trying to distinguish itself as the bastion for you know people launch attacks on the trans community, and what? that's definitely the the feeling from the trans. What? No. Again, I you I, think Netflix is positioning itself as the bastion of places to attack trans people? Well, I think it's definitely like, hey, we have this platform, and if you do, you know, turf-based humor or anti-trans, look, Dave Chappelle and Ricky Gervais are two of the greatest stand-up comedians, two of the greatest humorists, and you agree. You laughed at both of them. I don't know how you say we're on other sides of, of this issue. When they, are, they are funny men. So you think that their specials deserve to be on Netflix? Uh, I'm saying I can, I can definitely uh, sympathize with some of the people that are... You know, I, I think part of it... You can? A little bit, yeah. How? Well, I think people who are trans mostly have been invisible for a long time like not thought about not represented and now all of a sudden they are thought about they are represented a lot of people are pointing out well that's weird and I'm not sure I'm comfortable with all that well, I, I don't see what the disconnect is here I could see how a trans person would be offended by that type of thing is like you're just making us a target of shame and ridicule which is basically how we've lived in our entire lives are so thanks a lot making them are they trying to shame and ridicule? Um, I don't think so. I don't think that was the point of Ricky Gervais's special. Wait, have you seen Ricky Gervais's special? I've seen several of the jokes. I don't think that the, the one about Eddie Izzard, he was not trying to shame. And he was even explaining, this is how irony works. I don't believe this. Mm. Didn't he? Did, you were the one telling me this. <laughs> I'm amazed that somebody that gets as triggered as easily as you do. I do get triggered easily? Yeah, you said that it was like anti-gay for me to tell you that you you got a nice blouse on today. It's super homophobic to think that oh, to call somebody's shirt like oh, the, oh, only girls wear that. So so what? What if a girl were, would wear this? No, I like your shirt. Oh, do you? Yeah. Do they make up for men? <laughs> see, this is the homophobia. You know, you can check and see which side it buttons on to see if it's you know, a man's shirt or a woman's shirt. All of this see, is reminiscent. All of a sudden now. Now you're getting a little hurt, aren't you? No, you this go. is just all reminiscent of like an 80s bully culture that you grew up in. And it's like... <laughs> now it's 80s bully culture. Yeah, that's totally Dude. where you come from. <laughs> you were like stuffing nerds in lockers in the 80s. Thinking it was no, funny. no, no, sir. I was much more likely the nerd to be stuffed no, in the No, you were lock, not. You, would, you were a closeted nerd. <laughs> I was a self, self-loathing nerd. And I like my shirt. It looks great. <laughs> Don't you, Anna? It's very lovely. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. 
Oh. There's no seahorses on it. What, what is have, it? Uh, did you burn that shirt, the seahorse one? Were you no, so? No, I didn't burn it. Why would I burn a shirt that I like? Just because you think it's dumb. Uh, we've got a lot of calls. You want to get to a few neckline calls here? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can watch a comedy special and say that was, you know, those jokes were really, some of them were really hilarious when it got into the trans thing. Why don't they just leave that out of it? I mean, it seemed like. He had plenty of material to, you know, the trans part of it was only five. Didn't he minutes. say at the very beginning, I don't need to do this. Yeah. I'm rich. I don't need to make a stand up special for more money. The point of the special, he said, was not to make money off of it. What he was, was like, the point of it? Well, that was to show political correctness and that he felt he had a duty to be a stand up again and show off that these are just jokes. This isn't a forum for you to get your news from or to really uh, shape your worldviews. You're just supposed to yeah, enjoy but some jokes. Some people don't watch news and some people don't read. Well, they you're do, not they supposed do shape to, that. A lot of people not do supposed, shape their worldview based on Don't put on it pop on the culture. comic then. Right. Don't put it on the comic to be the person that's supposed to be responsible <laughs> for how you uh-huh. think. But Nico gets upset because he said. <laughs> the shirt looked like, like it could be a blouse. <laughs> <laughs> could this be a blouse? Yes. Yeah, yes. that could totally be a blouse. Hey, you know what would look great with those? A pair of capri pants. And don't say that men don't wear capri pants because now who's being homophobic? I say <laughs> you men own it, buddy. Didn't you come up with a list of things that will probably be offensive in the future? Oh, uh, did you write that article like I told you to? Yeah, but Nico's not going to have it up it's for up, another couple it's, weeks. It's already up. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, I did write an article like things that we don't even think twice about or that we kind of have a hint that, okay, maybe this is not going to age well. And I predict different things that are going to be seen as almost like barbaric in the future. Hello, my name's Casey, and I'm responding to Okie Dokie Transphobe, who thinks that it's okay to make fun of trans people. So is it okay to make fun of my little trans sister when she goes to school? That's okay? I mean, come on. That's very hard. She's probably like some Trump bigot. They're probably like an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> probably supports Russia. <laughs> so it's not okay to make fun of trans people. Okay, okie dokie, transphobe, trumper. QAnon. Right. Ugh. Ugh. I like the at the end. For yeah. for context, should I play what what Okie yeah, does? Okay. This this is what got me started thinking about the the whole what's going to be considered horrific, and by horrific I mean like when people are like, oh, let's watch this cute old movie from the '60s called Breakfast at Tiffany's, and let's watch oh oh and look at. There's uh, Mickey Rooney, and he's doing like the most offensive Harold. yellow face. Go right. I mean, just awful. What's up, Mosho? It's ODG. Ricky Gervais made a good point in this article he was in. He said, you can't predict what will be offensive in the future. I mean, 10 years ago, no one, not even the most woke person 10 years ago, would have thought that saying women don't have penises would get you canceled. It's true, man. Just 10 years ago, you could say women don't have penises. And they were like, yeah, it's a fact. 
Why would you say that, though? I keep hearing that. Why would you say 10 years ago, how would it come up in conversation? Hey, guys, good to see you. We're gonna, we got a tea time in about five minutes. I just want to make sure that everybody knows my opinion. Women don't have penises. It just seems like a weird thing that would come up in any kind of conversation. Well, it would come up in the transsexual conversation, right? Now? I'm well, saying like 10 years wait, ago. Wait, you don't... We had these conversations 10 years ago. You just might not, might not have been mainstream... But these conversations are still going on, for sure. I mean, 12, 10 years ago, people were still coming to terms with the idea that same-sex couples, you know, had the right to get married. Who was That's coming to terms with it? The United States. Uh-oh. I mean, people in the U.S. Yeah. What changed? Also, if you don't want to have, if you want to have equal rights like everyone else, you're going to get made fun of like everyone else. Comedians make fun of Catholics. They make fun of the Polish, Mexicans, blacks. That's how you know you have equal rights. When your group can be made fun of without being without it being a big controversy. So, welcome to the club, transgenders. We all get made fun of. Quit being so sensitive. I'll tell you one of the funniest... Well, I mean, it had a tragic ending, but... Eddie Murphy, in his stand-up specials, was... You know, said some really incendiary things against gay. Oh, he, he used the F word yeah, for he, gay right, several he would times. Use the F word, and you know, it's like I don't like I don't like the F word for gay people looking at my ass. You know, I'm afraid of gay people. And then, like ten years later, he got arrested for, or he didn't get arrested, but he got, did he get arrested? He might have got arrested. No, she got arrested. He got pulled over for giving a ride to a transgender hooker mm-hmm. prostitute she got giving arrested a ride. Ri- giving a ride oh. to now that was pretty funny um you know what the, uh, for the for the caller who said uh oh should my little sister who's transsexual be made fun of no no individual person should be made fun of to be made f- to be made f- to felt less than or lower than that that's not a, anywhere where i think stand-up should be i don't think stand-up that's the, i don't think that's the point of stand-up is to make individual people feel bad about themselves i think it's about talking about generalities and larger groups and you know things that they they might just uh the the individual comic might not you know uh understand well in my article one of the things that i think at some point we're going to look back and think of as pretty horrific or barbaric is is circumcision like, already we think of female circumcision or female genital mutilation as something they only do in the most backward, barbaric parts of the world. Yeah, but there's no statistics to show. Like, for example, circumcision in Africa has led to the decrease in HIV rates by 40%. Something you know, Circumcision. Circumcision. In Africa. In Africa. You didn't know the, you didn't know the statistics linking circumcision to STDs? No, the- I would need to see that... Uh, I would need to see the research on that. It, it's pretty well known that circumcision... Circumcision can cut HIV by 40%. Sounds like something made up. It sounds like... I, you don't think that circumcision would prevent certain diseases? No. I no. don't think there's any... I don't think Are you any, circumcised? I think that's a pretty personal question. Well, it would go towards... Please do don't you, answer that. It would go towards, do you know how the whole washing of the foreskin uh, equates to the disease and uh, and if you don't if you're not good at it it harbors more disease 
I guess you're circumcised, right? I am, but uncircumcised <laughs> men, will have, they're not... They're dirty. They're, it's keeping it cleaner Filthy. is harder. Okay, but we can agree, like, female genital mutilation done on little girls is a bad thing, and it's probably only done by in places in the world where you, you would want to live. Right. But we're not willing to say the same thing about because they male genital mutilation. I, I, I don't think so. I think okay. that male circumcision has right. a lot of different implications to it. Okay. I think you might find that your basis of what you think is fact does not really have a lot of fact. Really? Why? Up. I just okay. don't think that that is a settled thing. In fact, I don't think you're going to find uh, a lot of consensus that says somebody's cleaner or healthier because they've been circumcised. Just found it right now. Yeah. I just found it. Well, you Googled it, so. Uh, so, I, it's, cites oh. the, from, what, what, what do you mean? All right, well, what does it say? Male circumcision source? further reduces the risk of infection by reducing the synergy that normally exists between HIV and other uh, sexually transmitted diseases. Oh, wow. Mm. I didn't know that. Who did yeah, this study? I Googled it, too. The National Institute of Health. Does that work for you? Okay. Hey, guys. Uh, I heard you guys briefly touch on circumcision on boys or, you know, male genital mutilation. And, uh, yeah, it's acknowledged that female mutilation is pretty uh, horrific. But the males, it's not so frowned upon yet. Uh, I heard, you know, there's comments by Joanna and Nico that made me wonder what's their stance on uh, circumcisions on young boys. Because um, I don't know if you guys know, but at least in the past decades, you know, there have been outcry of, you know, stopping the circumcision and even the option to circumcise boys. Some men grow up to, um, what's the word, hate their parents, uh, lack of a better word. You know, if they become consciously aware that, you know, sometimes that happens out of false, I would say false doc claims of, you know, better hygiene or whatever. Uh, my personal story is I was born in 1990, and the reason why I didn't have the procedure done to me is because when the doctor walked in and asked my mother if they wanted it done on me, she did not know what circumcision was, so... Uh, it did not apply to me. And further on in my life, when I was like 10, 11 years old, um, you know, boys start to get curious and some groups of boys, you know, start to wonder about themselves. Um, it, it, when I explain to my friends, you know, there's this uh, layer of skin and they they were like, they were baffled. And, you know, after research, <laughs> it it came across to ask my mom, hey, why, why didn't this happen? Oh, well, it's because I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> funny, funny. So, <laughs> lucky me, right? Anyway. <laughs> uh, I agree. I'm glad that he thought it was funny because I thought it was funny. Hey, uh, do you want us to do circumcision? Yeah, And instead of saying, is. what is that? She just said, nah, we don't need that. No, thank you. That's going to be something like, you know, when they offer you the undercoating when you buy a new car <laughs> for an extra fee. No, no, thank you. <laughs> uh you don't, may not know this, but I've got Google on my computer, too, uh -huh. and I brought up a lot of things. Generally, circumcision isn't medically necessary, and most of those decisions are based on cultural or religious reasons, and in rare cases, there are medical reasons, and this is from... Uh, the Urology Medical Group, also yeah. the Journal of American Medical Association. I wasn't saying that it was necessary to do, but 
it also, I, I'm just reading one right now. Hey, here's Over a, 40 studies which show that male circumcision provides significant protection against HIV infection. Circumcised males are two to eight times less likely to become, become infected with HIV. Furthermore, circumcision also protects well, against other sexually transmitted diseases like syphilis and gonorrhea. All right. Well, anyway. And that is from PubMed Central, the National Library of Medicine. PubMed? That sounds like a bar where doctors hang out. That would, like be, cool that would be that would be MedPub. MedPub. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that let's. That guy's uh, story was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that, guy, no, that mom didn't know what it is, so she just said, "Nah." I nah. like how he's like, and you then know you know, boys get curious. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, was he like? Well, we were all showing each other our dogs. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Tony has an anteater. Also, I don't think I ever said anything. About circumcision. I, I don't, think I don't have a penis. All right, I don't so think you'll find I didn't have an opinion. Well, would you get your son circumcised? I don't have? know. It depends on what my doctor said. <laughs> okay, what if he said, no, it's up to you? Then I don't care. Does he need it? <laughs> no, I think the answer is usually, is usually no, he doesn't need it. It's going to be just no, as healthy. I don't care. And, okay, so. I also put pugs on my list of things that are going to be looked back as like. What a, the hell? Yeah. That's Speaking a of turtlenecks. Uh, <laughs> That's yeah. a huge leap from circumcision to well, pugs. Well, no, no. I started off with pugs. I started. We're talking about things with extra skin, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh, there's this condition that all short, uh, flat faced breeds, and that includes like French bulldogs, but pugs too. Brachiocephalic. Uh, well, uh, it, it has to do with their breathing. Oh, Break Lisa out. made me watch this whole video on like the history of pugs. Where it's almost uh, like by continuing to breed these dogs, you're, you're condemning like them to a life more. of misery, right? Yeah. Uh, so I started off a little lighter. I think pugs, people look back and God, say, Boy, none dark. of the mutants from a Hills Have Eyes would want to be like, yes, make more of us, <laughs> more. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We've got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Here's the phone number if you want to call us. You don't want to uh, leave a message. If you want to call us directly, that number is 910-4995-910-4995 to give us a call in the studio. And we've got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo, Quarter of Dyer, and Monroe. Find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Uh, yeah, so I, I did write an article about, you know, if what do you think are, are things that are fairly normal today that are going to look very cringy in retrospect? By the way... Eddie Murphy and Jim Carrey have both acknowledged, yeah, some of the things that we thought was funny, it looks terrible, and they apologize. Like, you know, for instance, uh, for Jim Carrey, uh, Ace Ventura Pet Detective, just the idea that a that a, a woman used to be a man was like not only something that, of scorn and ridicule, but horror, so... And Eddie Murphy has come out and said, yeah, I shouldn't have. <laughs> I shouldn't have referred to gay people the way I did. Do you ever kind of feel that way? Like when your daughter brought up that all of her <laughs> friends' mo- moms say that you were, well, what did they say? That you were kind of. Are you on your list of things in that article? <laughs> no, my daughter told me every single one of my friends' moms say that you were offensive. 
Yeah. And I said, well, I would need... In general, you I, just are. Uh, yeah, I need specific examples. I can't defend a general. I can't defend a general, you know. All of it. So, flat-faced dogs like pugs and bulldogs have a condition called brachiocephalic obstruction airway syndrome. And to one extent or another, they all have it, and they have serious trouble breeding and... The reason they look like that is because they've been selected because for some reason we find it cute. And I think like in the future, it's like, can you believe they would have these deformed dogs who suffered like their entire lives just because they thought they were, they thought it was cute the way they snorted and wheezed. But what they're a, like, you know, fighting for their life. Yeah. Right. Right. They're struggling to draw every gasp of breath they can get. I think that probably is going to maybe even cute, the whole but... thing about pure breed dogs, because I feel like when I tell people I pay, <laughs> I paid money for my dogs, I feel like I'm getting kind of a side eye. Like, oh, why didn't you get a rescue? Did you get them from like a. Uh, a reputable breeder? No, if, if, if reputable breeders sell out of the parking lot at Target. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Oh. <laughs> the parking lot of, like, the truck I mean, in the parking lot technically Target. Technically, that sounds like a rescue. <laughs> that he rescued them from yeah. him. Yeah. Right. I don't know where they would have ended up otherwise. Exactly. And, uh, but, yeah, anytime I'm like, like, I try not reveal that both. because I feel like there's some kind of scorn. Oh, you didn't get. But you didn't buy them rescue. from, like, a mall. Puppy store. It was the target asset, so in a way it was the mall. Again, I feel like that's a rescue right there. And you got the best dogs in the world. I mean, and I heard about it when we were talking about uh you know, dog breeders and stuff. Uh There was there was a news story and I heard from people who are like, There are such things as reputable breeders. So I guess there's a difference in rules you follow and I I don't know. I've always heard about the puppy mills. Not every breeder is a puppy mill. But I think just the idea of, oh, well, these are purebred dogs might seem kind of elitist <laughs> down the road, or I think it's already <laughs> kind of headed that way. A little bit. But they also say that, look, you got all these dogs, and pe- some people don't want them just because they're not purebreds, and they still have kill shelters. You know, we haven't gotten 100% no kill. I don't know if we have an El Paso, but we definitely have it in the country. And I think there's probably going to be a growing deal where it's just seen as more elitist and, you know. And I think vets, for the most part, agree that mutts are healthier than purebreds. Like, once you inbreed, which is what it gets down to. At some point, you're just inbreeding the the dogs. To get purebreds. To get purebreds. And there are a lot of health concerns that go along with that. Uh, Do you want me to tell you? Well, you know what? Let's wait. I've got all the exciting things that are coming up in the month of June. Ooh, what's coming up? Well, I want to share that with you, but it's going to it's going to take some getting into. So why don't we just do the Mo Show calendar instead, and then I'll come back and expand it and really take a look at what's going on in the month of June. So let's uh, do a Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events. And take a look at what is going on today's calendar well it is the first day of the month of june we'll get further into that today is baby boomer recognition day 
Oh, I was going to say, one of these guys is going to be like, well, we recognize you, but like you're going to make some kind of crack like I'm a boomer. <laughs> Today is Heimlich Maneuver Day. Today's National Go Barefoot Day. National Olive Day. National Say Something Nice Day. World Milk Day. And World Reefer Awareness Day. Reefer Awareness Day? Sorry, check that. World Reef Awareness Day. <laughs> My bad. Like a coral reef. Yeah, like <laughs> like <the> coral reefs. <laughs> Birthdays today include actor Tom Holland, your current Spider-Man, who's 26. And how much longer do you think he'll be able to pass for a high school student? I give him like four or five more years. Yeah. <laughs> Until he's 36? I don't <laughs> know. I think so. Comedian and actor Amy Schumer is having a birthday today. She's 41. Also, singer Brandy Carlisle, who I'm a big fan of, but I had to. I finally figured out that she's not Belinda Carlisle. I kept seeing her name on all these award shows and stuff, and I was like, "Man, Brandy Carlisle from the Go Go's is having a huge career resurgence." You thought the same thing? Check out Brandy Carlisle; she's great. I don't even know if she's country. It's just so really awesome uh, entertainer. Big fan of Brandy Carlisle, and still a pretty big fan of Belinda Carlisle. (laughs) <laughs> when all said and done. A birthday for Alanis Morissette, who turns 48 today. Singer, songwriter. Person not afraid to get their freak on in a movie theater, uh, apparently. How do we know that? Is she perverted like me? Another she? version of uh-huh. me. Would she? she? Yeah. In a theater! <laughs> <laughs> Also, rain <laughs> on your wedding day. Not ironic. Just and bad 10, luck. 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. Yeah. Not ironic. Not ironic. Unfortunate, maybe. Do you have to Google Alanis Morissette <laughs> oh songs? Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't know. And it's, oh, here's one. This will you blow your ironic? mind. ironic? So, um, what's that song called in the theater? The Oh, uh. And, and I'm here to, to remind you, you of the you mess. You ought to know. You ought you, to know. You, you ought to know. Is about her boyfriend at the time, Canadian actor, <gasps> the guy from Full House. I'm just Joey, blank, Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier yeah. was the boyfriend in that song. Um, model Heidi Klum is 49 today. And uh, comedian Mark Curry, 61, he had a network sitcom in the 90s called Mr. Cooper. Yeah, hanging with, hanging Mr. with Cooper. Mr. Cooper. Oh, Mr. Cooper. I love that. Rolling Stones, uh, Ron Wood is 75 today. And Morgan Freeman, one of the great actors of all time, one of the great narrators of all time, Morgan Freeman, is 85 today. 42 years ago, 1980, CNN began broadcasting as the first cable news network. That was 42 years ago. And 84 years ago, Superman made his first appearance in the first issue of Action Comics. In 2014, a copy, an original copy, sold for $3.2 million, which was the highest price ever paid for a comic book. So think about that. Somebody somewhere paid as much money for a Bored Ape NFT as somebody did for... Superman's first, first appearance 80 years in a ago. comic book. 
Uh, so welcome to June, uh, everybody. It's a brand new month, and we'll tell you everything that's coming up here in just a few minutes. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. June is busting out all over, and I've got some things for you to look forward to in the month of June. Saves. This I just realized this song is about boning. I think so. <laughs> like yeah. I, I never really listened to the lyrics of June is busting out all over, but I think it's about everybody getting the freak going. June is busting out all over, right. and it's hump day on top of everything else. So <laughs> let me get a look at El Paso weather. Brought to you by Wet and Wild Water World. Then we'll uh, find out what's going on in the month of June. What big events are uh, happening? Sunny today, 100s, triple digits, the forecast for today. Then tomorrow, mostly sunny. It's going to be a little cooler, 93. We're also going to have a chance of some rain. Uh, if you talk to a lot of people around this area, they will say rain is something that uh, we, we can stand. So uh, about a 30% chance that we're going to get some showers uh, Thursday afternoon into Friday morning. And then that's going to be it, it looks like, after uh, Thursday and maybe a few showers here and there on Friday. Uh, it's going to clear up. I'm going to have sunshine for the weekend and back up near 100 once again. El Paso weather brought to you by Wet n Wild Water World. This is the right time to get your tickets. Season tickets for Wet n Wild Water World are only $59.99 plus tax available at any area Circle K. Or you can get them online at wetwild.com. That's wetwild.com. It's going to be a hot summer, so make your wet and wild plans early to get the best spot and the best deal deals on tickets. Uh, welcome to the month of June in sports. We'll start off in the sports category. The NBA Finals get started tomorrow, so we know who the two final teams are. Mm-hmm. It's the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. And game one tomorrow. Also, the Stanley Cup playoffs are in full swing, so they're going to be continuing. Uh, the U.S. Open in golf is this month. The 122nd U.S. Open starts June the 13th. Oh, I know what you're doing, June 13th. And Wimbledon kicks off this month, June 27th, the beginning of uh, Wimbledon. On TV, all right, this week, coverage of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee is going to be covered Thursday on CBS. Season three of The Boys hits prime this Friday. Oh, you were asking me what I did yesterday. I, I've been watching the, like the final three or four episodes of the last season just to kind of Remind myself of what was. I going haven't on. even watched the second season. Do you, do you, okay. Do you have Prime? Yes. You gotta watch the second okay, season. Okay. As soon as I finish Stranger Things, that's what I'm gonna do. So we can all talk about it. Yes. All right. Well, the boys. New season starts on Friday. They got a, a character named uh, Soldier, Soldier Boy, Pony Face Soldier Boy. Yeah. Well, Soldier Boy, and he carries a shield, so he looks a lot like Captain America. Oh, or is that the one like that Jensen, Jensen Ackles? Ackles yeah. Oh God, he's hot. Yeah. I, I don't know who that is. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy. Coming up on Sunday, the MTV Movie and TV Awards. 
Who watches it? I mean, honestly. Like, who's tuning in? I always like, thought I'm going to watch the MTV Movie and TV Awards. The Moon Man is arguably the best shaped award. Well, that's that not. Get. That's the. That's the video awards. Oh. The Moon Man is something else. I thought for the MTV Movie and TV Awards they get. To be honest, I've never seen oh, one, so I could. The MTV Movie it. Awards is a little popcorn thing. Oh, oh that's right. That's yeah, right. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. You're right. Good catch there. Uh, the new series Ms. Marvel hits Disney Plus this month, June the 8th. Wait a minute. Is Wait, that going to be Captain Marvel? Is I thought there's going to be a sequel to that movie. There's a Marvel family. You know that, right? So there's going to be a lot of them. Well, you're. There's a Marvel family. If you're talking about Shazam, there's not a Marvel family. Well, if you're talking about Marvel the, comics, no, no, I didn't. There's different iterations of Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. You know, the, Carol, the lady, Carol Danvers, Carol Danvers, uh, to the the black one. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. There was a black Captain Marvel. Yes, there was. Rambo. All right. <laughs> Can we all agree that Captain Marvel was one of the most disappointing Marvel movies? It was cool to see the 90s. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that was the cool part. See a blockbuster? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. The coolest part about Captain Marvel was you got to s- brought back all the feels from the 90s because you got to see a blockbuster. On the 12th, it's the 70th annual Tony Awards. Season 4 of Westworld is going to debut on June 26th. And Was see- Thaddy Newton in that? What did you call her? Thaddy? Thandy? Thandy. Thandy Newton? Thaddy. <laughs> was she in it? Yeah. And she was naked a lot. I, oh. I think they're going to have... A bunch of nudity in that. Oh, interesting. But isn't she, like, kind of in... She's one of the robots who escapes from Westworld. No, I know. I'm talking about she was just kicked <laughs> off a, a movie set oh, with Canon right. Tating recently. The... The the Magic Mike movies. Yeah, so wait. I'm, I'm yes. wondering if wait she... wait, but it was the the rumor was because they Thandie because Newton they disagreed over the Will Smith slap. Right, and it wasn't. Uh, but her, it wasn't that her rep said she's like in, in rehab she's now. Going or, through a really rough time. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know she was able to finish. Well, I, I hope she's in Westworld for. I don't know a single person who watched more than the first two seasons of Westworld, other than me. I watched season three. They brought in Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad, shows up in season three. Marshawn Lynch plays one of the... And the story really changes. Like, it's... Okay, we're no longer in the thing where everybody's like robot cowboys or anything. We're in the future now, guys. And also, there was a lot of Brian Cox in it, too, so... Uh, Season two of Only Murders in the Building hits Netflix on June 28th. I'll take, since nobody said anything, you you didn't check out Only Murders in the Building? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I did. You're not missing anything. Okay. I, I, I didn't think it was all that great. I want to see Only Robberies in the Tenement. In movies, the Adam Sandler basketball movie Hustle hits Netflix June the 8th. So this one is going right to Netflix. Jurassic World Do- Dominion opens on the 10th. I gotta tell you, that's barely even moving the needle yeah. for me anymore. I saw the trailer. I've probably seen the trailer four times, and it's just like, man. Let me guess: the dinosaurs escape, yeah. and they chase you. <laughs> that's gonna be Let a lot guess. of the movie. 
Jeff Goldblum is going to somehow say life finds well, a way. Well, he does because that's in the trailer. Uh, let me guess. <laughs> there are going to be dinosaurs that somehow re- reproduce even though they're not supposed, supposed to be able right. to be- reproduce. The new Toy Story spinoff called Lightyear lands on June the 17th. Oh, so I think... What was... <laughs> My daughter says that looks really good. My daughter really wants to see that. What was the... Wait, I, what, what is it? Lightyear. Lightyear. It's, it's about Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. Oh. I, I told Lightyear. Buzz that we should make that like a banner day for him. Like, Buzz and Buzz. At the <gasps> Buzz and Buzz. And mm. he was like, ugh. <laughs> Animated. Ugh. Cartoon. I didn't even watch the most recent Toy Story. Oh. Uh, Who hurt you? Buzz didn't have a stuffed animal growing up. You didn't? Or a favorite toy. Wait, no, I had toys. I had. Did like, you have a favorite toy? Like my baseball glove, I guess. I don't know. Why are your baseball glove? I don't, just, I'm trying, my bicycle. Did you get it real soft? <laughs> I don't know where you're trying to lead this. I'm not, I'm not I, going. I'm not, here. I was just saying. I'm, like, I the, hear you have to really work the, the glove out. Okay, you're trying to... <laughs> I know what you're trying to do here. You're trying to make it sound like I was fucking my gut baseball glove, and I'm not going to let you do that. That's certainly not the way you break in a baseball glove, regardless of what you heard. That's what he was. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, you got it all nice and tender, didn't you? I could see where he was going with it. No, soft and supple. A o- baseball glove? Some, some you, oil. You, you got to oil it real good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Then you, then you take a string or a piece of cloth and tie it up real good. Get a nice tight seal going on. Oh, my Thank God. You, dude. I, I know what. No. Do people? <laughs> don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, no. It's not a normal thing to do, but I can just, I, I know where his mind goes. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, also, the first official day of summer is the 21st. And uh, now some of the other holidays. June 14th is Flag Day. June 14th is also National Bourbon Day. I know I got a flag, but I might be out of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got my priorities. you got your priorities straight. National Donut Day is Friday, guys. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and oh, National God. Martini Day is the 19th. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> National Selfie Day is June 21st. It's every day. And uh, Joanna June mm-hmm. is Adopt a Shelter Cat. <gasps> oh, don't let me get any cats, y'all. <laughs> She'll take them all. I will. D- d- does anybody, are you known as like the cat? house on your in your neighborhood yes i'm also the one that people call like hey i found some cats yes can you take them so or, right they go or to you. there's a cat that's injured what do i do but uh, like people that you know or just people that have heard listeners, about you listeners will call oh. up or they'll message hey joanna what do i do with these cats and do you welcome those kind of calls are they yeah annoyance? i mean sometimes i don't do you have enjoy an being the cat lady yes the cat lady of El Paso. Wow. She, she wanders the northeast at night. 
adopt a sheep with a with a backpack. I'm full. just picturing the, the crazy cat lady from The Simpsons. From the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joanne. I'm just throwing cats and at she people. just throws cats, right? She uses them as projectiles. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yes. A very short break. When we come back, Nico Jimian has news headlines coming up next. NASA will reveal the designer of their new spacesuits today. I'll have the details next in news. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. It is time for our news headlines. Here's Nico Jimian with today's top stories. Good morning, Nico. Good morning. Can you believe it's, it's June? June already? <laughs> Joanna, can you believe it's June 1st? Can you believe we're in June already? Can you believe I mean, May 31st was yesterday? It, it seems like it was just May 31st, and now here it is June 1st. <laughs> All right. Hurricane Agatha left some destruction in her wake. Nearly a dozen people are dead and 20 are missing after the Category 2 storm made landfall this week in southern Mexico. The remnants of Agatha could bring heavy rainfall to su- South Florida and the Florida Keys by the end of the week. There is now a 70% chance it could become the first name storm of this year's Atlantic hurricane season, which starts today if it regains steam after crossing over Mexico into the Atlantic. Agatha's name would switch to Alex, which is a first. Agatha was well, the f- even our storms are transgender now. <laughs> oh my. Agatha was the first named Pacific storm of the year. Do you know why it would be a male is it like Atlantic storms are male names and Pacific storms are female? Uh, you're assuming the storm's gender. Alex could also be a female. That's and a great Joanna, point. Joanna, you're not allowed to criticize when you have to turn your microphone off so they don't hear your laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt the <laughs> Memorial Day saw four confirmed tornadoes touch down in Minnesota. The National Weather Service says an EF2 tornado tore through the small town of Ferrata, causing extensive damage. The twister was half a mile wide with a maximum wind speed of 120 miles per hour. It also had multiple vortexes, which is unusual. Other EF1 tornadoes hit the town of Eagle Bend and Plato. The fourth confirmed tornado created a path through four counties. Luckily, there were no, no injuries, injuries or good. deaths. So I'll tell this joke. Okay. What state is famous for their small soft drinks. What state? What state? Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota. So dumb. So dumb. All right, the first funerals for victims of the second worst school shooting in U.S. history are occurring in Uvalde, Texas, one week after the massacres occurred. Mary Joe Garza and Mady Rodriguez, both 10 years old, were laid to rest Tuesday. Visitations also began Tuesday for Nevia Alyssa Bravo and Jose Manuel Flores Jr., who were also 10. The funerals for cousins, Jaila Nicole Silguero, 11, and Jace Car- Carmelo Luevanos, 10, as well as 10-year-old Jacqueline Casares, will take place on Friday. Annabelle Rodriguez, 10, Jacqueline's cousin, who was in the same fourth grade class, will be laid to rest on June 8th. Services for Miranda Gale Mathis, 11, and Eliana Cruz-Torres will take place Thursday. Rogelio Torres, 10, will be buried Sunday. Ellie Garcia will be laid to rest on Monday after her funeral. 
Xavier Lopez 10 will be laid to rest on June 7th. Students Alexandria Rubio and Tessa Mata will be remembered on June 11th and June 13th, respectively. Layla Salazar will be buried on June 16th. The funeral for fourth grade teacher Eva Mireles will take place on June 10th. The memorial service for Irma Garcia, another teacher killed during the shooting, has not been announced. Memorial services for victims are expected to take place in the small town through June 16th. In all, 21 people, including 19 third and fourth graders, were murdered on May 24th when an 18-year-old gunman allegedly opened fire at Robb Elementary School with an AR-15-style rifle he purchased just days before. Another 17 people, including three law enforcement officers, were injured in the attack. President Joe Biden met with New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern at the White House on Tuesday morning, marking the first time a leader from New Zealand visited the White House since 2014. The two leaders were set to discuss combating terrorism and radicalization, violence, the climate crisis, and the Indo-Pacific economy, according to the White House. But Ardern's appearance in the wake of the elementary school massacre offered a side-by-side picture of two Western nations with starkly different responses to gun violence. New Zealand permanently banned military-style semi-automatic weapons and assault rifles after a gunman murdered 51 people at two mosques in 2019. In the U.S., meanwhile, gun control legislation has remained stalled for decades. Biden said ahead of the meeting, I will meet with the Congress on guns and said he could use Arden's guidance on the issue. Here is uh, a little bit uh, of the audio from uh, the meeting with Prime Minister Jacinda Arden. A, bar- a bipartisan group of senators greenlit by Minority Leader Mitch McConnell in response to calls for action uh, to, uh, after the school shooting uh, said that my- they might not be talking about gun control. Here is Mitch McConnell uh, saying what he believes the issues are. ABC News is reporting that the Uvalde, Texas Police Department and School District Police Force are apparently no longer helping out in a state probe of a deadly school shooting. Now, Buzz, you made a good point about clarifying that this isn't necessarily the whole department or everybody in the, these departments. It is the uh, chief of the departments. Um, <clears throat> the local police chief, who is also uh, the commander on the scene, <clears throat> who made the decision, which has been criticized by state law enforcement leaders, uh, Pete Arredondo, we uh, was being reported yesterday that he is he answered questions in a preliminary interview, but since then he has not responded to requests for further interview. So, I mean, one of the ways they're describing it is that he is no longer cooperating with the investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially after Department of Public Safety Director Colonel Steve McCraw criticized the de- department's decisions in the wake of the shooting. In- I mean, my, my guess is that he probably realized, oh, wait a second, they're going to hold, they're trying to pin this on me. I need to get a lawyer. He probably got a lawyer, and the lawyer told him uh, to stop cooperating, in case- which is not much comfort to the parents who want to get answers. Absolutely. Who, from the chief law enforcement official responsible for now that is my conjecture that's what i imagine is probably going on here i don't i don't know that for a fact well in case you missed it on friday last week mccraw told reporters that officers should have gone into rob elementary classroom sooner police waited almost an hour before engaging the gunman and killing him of course in the end 19 students and two teachers were shot to death With all that's happened in mind, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has declared a state of emergency in Uvalde 
Abbott says that the community of Uvalde has been left devastated, and this will make it easier to receive the support and resources needed to heal. It will also help state agencies provide a temporary facility for those who need mental health services. All right. Here. Try, try, try the clip again. This is, uh, uh, this is not Governor Abbott here. This is a state senator speaking. Meanwhile, the attorney for the Robb Elementary School teacher alleged to have propped the door open that allowed the gunman to enter the school is promising she didn't do that at all. Don Flannery tells the San Antonio Express that the teacher went back inside the school and pulled the door closed behind her and says she was telling 911 about the gunman at the time. Texas DPS confirmed that the teacher closed the door, but that the door did not lock. We're seeing them really get into the details of who did what and how could that have made it easier or harder for the the crime to take place. So what had been reported uh, for the past couple of days was that one of the teachers propped a door open with a rock. But she's saying in her, uh, the police are confirming, I guess, now that she she uh, closed the door, but the door didn't lock, and she assumed it. That's why you prop a door open with a rock, because mm-hmm. it'll lock behind you, and then it didn't do it. So, Yep. Well, the U.S. has one of the highest maternal mortality rates among the world's top wealthiest countries. Recently released government data shows that 861 U.S. women died from causes related to pregnancy and birth in 2020, up from 700 the year before. Health experts say that ending the protections of Roe v. Wade, the 1973 decision that established the constitutional right to abortion, could increase those numbers. Multiple studies have found that the states with the tightest restrictions on abortion also have the highest rates of maternal and infant mortality. Health officials note an unplanned pregnancy increases risk of depression, preterm birth, lower birth weight, and other complications, including death of the mother and child. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen admits she was wrong last year about the risk of inflation. Inflation is at a 40-year high in the U.S., but in March of 2021, Janet Yellen said rising inflation posed only a small risk. On CNN Tuesday, she admitted she was wrong about the path inflation would take and blamed high prices on unanticipated and large shocks to the economy and supply bottlenecks that she didn't fully understand at the time. President Biden met with Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell on Tuesday and vowed to give the Fed space to address rising consumer prices. NASA is set for a big reveal today. They're announcing who will make the next generation of spacesuits astronauts will use for spacewalking and moonwalking. I hope it's FUBU. Because, <laughs> like, a lot of their winter wear is very puffy to begin very, with. It, it looks just, very astronaut yeah. yeah. They, they like white. <laughs> the announcement is set for 2 p.m. Eastern at the Johnson Space Center in Houston today. NASA will name the company or companies it's selecting to develop spacesuits for Artemis missions on the moon and at the Interne- International Space Station. NASA said in a release that the new spacesuits will allow astronauts to explore the lunar surface and unlock new spacewalk capabilities outside the ISS. You can watch the reveal on NASA's YouTube channel today. That would be cool if they get like jetpacks or other things that would be cool <laughs> to make it easier to moonwalk. I find uh, the one thing you really need when you're going to moonwalk are extra slippery shoes. Like the soles need to be extra slippery. <laughs> and so a hat. Yeah. And, and a, a hat. A fedora. Glove. You only need one of those, though. A Michael Jackson joke, everyone. All right. Moonwalk. All right. All right. All right.
You will never see anything as epic and as detail-oriented as the Platinum Jubilee display at Legoland in the UK that was created. Legoland Windsor Resort has created an epic Platinum Jubilee display that includes 18,000 bricks and took around 280 hours to complete. Even Queen Elizabeth herself is recreated. Some of the scenes include the Queen and Royals on the balcony at Buckingham Palace, celebrations on the Mall, a Red Arrows flyover, and garden parties at Windsor Castle. The builders even recreated the trooping of the colors with the troops on horses. Bravo. No Prince's Die tunnel memorial or anything (laughs) as part of it, though? Oh, my God. They didn't have... Didn't have enough bricks for that. Enough bricks for the tunnel. (laughs) Actor Kevin Spacey says he will travel to the United Kingdom voluntarily as soon as he can to face charges of sexual assault. As we told you before, Spacey is accused of assaulting three men in incidents that allegedly took place between 2005 and 2013. He's also facing another charge involving sex without consent. In a statement to Good Morning America, the Oscar-winning actor said he's confident he can prove his innocence. Spacey has been under fire since 2017 when several people accused the actor of sexual assault or groping, dating back to the 1980s. After being out of the spotlight for a while, Spacey popped up with two Cannes projects, Peter 58 and 1242, Gateway to the West, taken to the market. Somebody hired Kevin Spacey to be in movies, huh? Somebody did, two of them, yeah. New York police are removing some unwanted guests from Three World Trade Center. A swarm of 8,000 honeybees that took up a residence on the south side of the building were removed by the NYPD B unit (laughs) after being seen Saturday. Yes, the NYPD has its own B unit. Well, they call in the A unit if they're available. (laughs) You mean their A team? Yeah, they call in the A team. It's like, those guys are all on vacation. Well, call the B B unit. unit. Uh, Not to be confused with G unit. (laughs) (laughs) The bees will now be relocated to an apple orchard where they will make honey. While the number may seem high, it isn't even the largest bee removal done by the unit this month. Yeah. It was a sting operation. <laughs> <laughs> they tricked them with a honeypot scam. The bees, uh, uh, over 20,000 bees were removed from a park tree in Queens earlier in May. Before that, uh, there was a call to remove 15,000 in another section of the city. A lot of bees going down in El Paso. I mean, in New York. And finally, a lion that looks to have a mullet is getting attention online. Ah, this I got to see. You got to look up Hang Hang the Lion. I'm just going to look up mullet lion. All right. Uh, Hang Hang the Lion was photographed with what looks (laughs) like... (laughs) Get the hell out of here. Who trimmed his bangs? Somebody got in there and trimmed his bangs. Oh, my God. Can you see that? Well, that is just, he just looks like James Hetfield from Metallica <laughs> to me. Hang Hang the Lion was photographed with, with, with what looks like Beatles bangs and a mullet. But the China Zoo he is in says they didn't cut his hair. They chalk the look up to high humidity and Hang Hang licking his paws, then brushing his hair during their extreme heat like wave. he groomed himself. That's what they're saying. Some people aren't buying it, though, since they... Hey, s- I'm not buying it. 
<laughs> I'll tell you right now, I'm not buying it. Somebody got in there with some clippers. Maybe they put the lion under. Who knows? Oh, no. <laughs> and he's, it's like the lion even know. It's like he looks ashamed of how his hair looks. Uh, people said they saw the lion two months ago and he looked nothing like that. <laughs> and it was still humid then. <laughs> That's a pretty cool haircut. I really like it. I, it. He can grow better hair than I can, at least. <laughs> huh? I, I'm just trying to. Do, do you think see it looks like a beetle? Yes. It's obviously been sheared in some way, I think. And look. He's trying to put the moves on this lady lion, and she's not having it. She's like, like that looks not gross. Hair. I haven't dated anybody with a mullet since the 80s, and I'm not about to start again now. You're going to have to bring it better. Come on, where's your pride? Oh, my God. You're so punny in this you segment. You are on fire today. Thank you. Fire! And... I'm Nico. All right, let's take a break. <laughs> I, I beat myself up. With the news, I'm Nico. Joanna's got entertainment news. She's got something about Morbius. I do. And if it's not, hey, Morbius was so bad, they decided not to follow through on the sequel that they set up. That I'm going to be disappointed if it's anything other than that. There's well, a Garen- some sequel news. Oh, good that they canceled it. They're making it a trilogy. Oh, my God. <laughs> a saga. <laughs> Um, all right, so we'll have that on the way, and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is coming up right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Star presents Cool Canyon Nights. It's our free concert series every Thursday night at McKelligan Canyon Amphitheater. And uh, coming up this week, we've got a couple of great f- performers. Erwin Solbach is on the... El Paso Community College patio stage starting at 6 o'clock. He says he plays Elvis, Sinatra, uh, blues, jazz, even some Mexican rock originals. Ooh. Uh, so 6 o'clock, Erwin Solbach. At 7, ooh la la on the main amphitheater stage. They are a dance band. They do a lot of covers from the 70s and 80s. So if you like Donna Summer, Earth, Wind, and Fire... And chic, you're going to hear that kind of music. Ooh, la la. So, ooh la la on the main stage. Bring your appetite. There's food trucks. There's a lot of beverages for you to enjoy, alcoholic and non-alcoholic alike. The concerts are free to attend. You can find the entire series lineup for West Star Presents Cool Canyon Nights on the must-read bar of klaq.com and also on the KLAQ mobile app. Nico, are we uh, back in the groove of doing an after buzz on a regular basis? We are, yeah. The <laughs> most recent one came out yesterday, so we check out. have a new after buzz. Yep. It's up. It's out. Listen to it. Check it out wherever you get podcasts or uh, listen to it on the KLQ mobile app. It's also on Facebook, too. Subscribe. You can find it wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, yesterday was a really good episode. Does the same apply to the uh, Buzz Adam Show on Demand if you subscribe to it like a podcast on another site, or can you, Joanna? You can subscribe to it on another site. But? But we prefer you do it through our app. It also will give you a notification directly through our app when the new episode nope. is up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. 
Let's do some entertainment and Hollywood stories with Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. The first part of Stranger Things Season 4 broke the record for biggest premiere for an English language series. It had 286.8 million hours of view time. That's just the first episode. The second season of Bridgerton previously held the record at 193 million hours. All four seasons of Stranger Things were in the top five for the week of May 23rd to the 30th. That's probably because a lot of people probably went back for refreshers since it had been almost three years since season three. Yeah, I I had I've done I'm doing that with the boys mm-hmm. this week. Just kind of, remind I'm not me watching to, all to of, watch that before the new season comes. Well, out. how much have you seen? I haven't seen the second season at all. Oh, the second season gets pretty nuts. Man. So my plan is to finish Stranger Things and then start that in time for the season three premiere this weekend. You think I, you can accomplish all that by? By Monday when we come back yeah. after the weekend. First of all, with God, all things are possible. So write that down. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. I tried starting a season one yesterday. Of the uh, boys? The boys? Mm, Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things. Yeah. First season is great. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. So I would far. say watch the first and this fourth season. Just go straight to the fourth. Skip this last two and three. Speaking of Netflix, Netflix CEO Ted Sarandos is defending Ricky Gervais for the anti-trans content or what some are saying are anti-trans content in his new comedy special. He says, quote, we want something for everybody, but everything's not going to be for everybody, which I kind of agree with. Right. Just skip it if you don't want to. And this weekend, you may have seen a post going viral on Twitter that no doubt made its way onto Instagram and TikTok, suggesting that Morbius 2 had been greenlit. But everyone can sigh a sigh of relief because no, Sony Pictures has not officially green, greenlit a Morbius sequel. Green, red lighted. Red light. I'm begging you, red light. Red. Like, like we're out of spoiler. We're out of spoiler range for Morbius, right? Yeah. For sure. So it is a whole setup where uh, Michael Keaton as the Vulture oh, okay. shows up. So it's, so it's kind of like, like a what is it called? A Spider-Man spinoff, maybe. Uh, yeah, and it has to do with the whole thing where some of the villains are crossing other dimensions, like we saw in the Spider-Man that came out All right. earlier this year. But but Morbius was t- terrible. Uh, everything about it was bad. It's the worst thing that Marvel has done since oh, when they tried to reboot Fantastic Four. Might have been worse. Okay, but it like I say, it might have been. It was Morbius was not a good movie well, in now, any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. There are increasing concerns that the studio will do a sequel after the movie got a new lease of life through internet memes. A mocked-up image of CNN's headline announcing plans for a sequel had been doing the rounds and seems to have fooled everybody. <laughs> the increase in engagement stemmed from a surge in memes and hashtags with hashtag It's Morbin Time. Taking on a life of its own, and people are proclaiming the movie is a misunderstood masterpiece. Oh, well, that could be. It, that's not the case at all. It is worth noting that the movie has been performing very well on the Apple TV Plus streaming service. Morbius may not have fared particularly well at the box office, but it technically wasn't a major flop. And respectable blue Blu-ray sales could potentially lead Sony Pictures to threaten us with a follow-up. <laughs> don't threaten us with a follow-up. <laughs> oh, if you don't do what I say, I will make another Morbius movie. Yeah. 
Seth MacFarlane's sci-fi series The Orville New Horizons is soon to debut on Hulu after its first two seasons aired on Fox. And the creator and star clearly has strong feelings about the move. Oh, oh, oh. Hand. I got my hand up. Uh, okay. I love The Orville. I thought The Orville you've, was you've really, really great. You've talked about it a great. lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Orville was, was great. Thank you for raising your hand, yeah. first of all. That was nice. That was Thank nice. you. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to the show's premiere screening at the California Science Center in Los Angeles, McFarland took the stage and wasted no time poking fun at the network, saying, quote, I just want to say it's an absolute thrill to not be on the Fox network. We never really belong there. <laughs> and they've curated a specific brand now between Beat Shazam, Name That Tune, and Don't Forget the Lyrics. Fox has really captured the demo of people who have no idea what song they're listening to. <laughs> Wait, isn't Family Guy still on Fox? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah McFarlane, who plays Captain Ed Mercer on Orville, remarked that Hulu is literally on top of the streaming game, Kardashians aside. The Orville New Horizons <laughs> premieres June 2nd on Hulu. Buzz, that's tomorrow. Good. They could probably use, you know, do some edgier comedy, you know, maybe some... <laughs> Uh, possible skimpier outfits for uh, I forget her name, Adrian Pilecki. All right. Uh, I don't know if you know this or not, Jonah, but so it's supposed to be like Star Trek. It's like kind of a comedy parody okay, of it. Uh-huh. I, it's more of an homage. Like it's it leans heavier <laughs> on the homage. It's obvious that they really have a lot of respect for the Star Wars uh, Star Trek uh, universe. Well, All right. interestingly enough. Uh, some of the major showrunners from Star Trek Voyager, Deep Space Nine, and uh, Next Generation are writers and showrunners for the Orville. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So that's why it has a really heavy Star Trek tone and feel. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's it's got the soul of a Star of a good Star Trek, mm-hmm. but it's got kind of the off centeredness of Galaxy Quest. If you like okay. Galaxy Quest, yeah, that's that a good way of putting it. Yeah. Well, from Star Trek to Star Wars, in a galaxy not so far, far away, <laughs> Moses Ingram is boldly speaking out in the wake of a hateful and racist comments made at her expense since the premiere of Obi-Wan Kenobi. In the series of videos posted to her Instagram story, the actress who please, plays Reva, a.k.a. third sister, defended herself against Star Wars fans who've called her a diversity hire, a loser, and other hate-filled snubs. We've got a little bit of audio uh-huh. uh Moses Ingram, the actor who plays uh, Reva, responded. And then Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan himself, also had some comments Mm -hmm. for that segment of the Star Wars fan base. Is he Scottish? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Ewan McGregor (laughs) is Scottish. Pretty thick. Episode 3 of Obi-Wan Kenobi is now available on Disney+. Plus. And with your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. People probably want to know what I think of Obi-Wan <laughs> on Disney+, Plus because I've been kind of tight-lipped about it. Yeah, hey, what are your thoughts? Have you seen it? Oh, it's great. It's <laughs> so good, and there's a new one today. Yeah. Did you if know I the- thought I could get away with it, I would knock off an hour early. Did you know uh, Ewan McGregor is also executive producer of the show? All right. And His uh, daughter has a role in the show, too. Ewan McGregor's daughter. So some when he first arrives on Dayu, mm-hmm. I think it's when he arrives on Dayu. Yeah. Uh, somebody tries to sell him spice. It's her. It's that's like, her? I've got glitter stem. I've got Felucian. I've got so on. That actor. And he goes. Uh, no, thank you. Right. But he's also. 
Well, she, her comment is, I was someone's daughter once. Nobody gets off of Dayu. I was someone's daughter once, but it was his, his, his daughter, daughter plays the role. <gasps> That's a cool line to say to your dad. Also, I think, like, our waiting period... Oh, I got a break. I can't tell you. I had like an <laughs> excellent take on Obi-Wan. And tell us in this next segment. Yeah, I'll forget by then. So will you. <laughs> I'll remind you. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back. We got one more hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I'm going to have three random facts on the way. Get to that here in just a few minutes. I'm going to share one with you that did not quite make the cut. I mean, I guess it is a fact, but it just didn't seem like serious enough to include. <laughs> so this is one that, oh, that okay. got, it got <laughs> scuttled. Did you know that the poop emoji and the ice cream emoji are identical, <gasps> except for the eyes and the color? What? I'm going to demonstrate this for you. There's a visual aid. Joanna, could I have your attention on the screen? Okie dokie. All, All right. eyes up here. All right, Nico, <laughs> same goes for you. All right. <laughs> the poop emoji. Okay. <gasps> oh, my wow. God. Is the ice cream cone emoji, but with mouth and eyes, and it's, and it's brown. It says, wake up, sheeple. Yeah. it overlays the poop emoji on top of the ice cream cone emoji and it says wake up sheeple does that change your world Uh, kind of yeah it kind of rocks my world I mean now I can't look at the ice cream or the poop emoji the same again so the the, one of the there's like long lost cousins now (laughs) One of the things I really like about what they've done with Obi-Wan Kenobi is how they, (laughs) (laughs) on Disney Plus, is how they've, uh, you know, you had a certain expectation going in, and they kind of turned it up, well, not upside down, but, so, you know, Obi-Wan's there, and his mission is to guard Luke, make sure Luke's okay. Right. Well, in the series, he's called on to help, not Luke. But Leia, so Leia is is in trouble. She's a ten year old kid Please in this one. Help Leia! Why? I have. I'm here. What and is, that's basically what, what he says. The kid that plays her, like everybody hates her. No, no, I think she's really good. Uh, she's okay, really well, good. I've seen a lot of hate towards her. Yeah, like she's annoying. She has a very grown up way of speaking about her. So but she I think doesn't... that's part of her character as well. I think she's fine. Yeah. And you could. I don't know. You could you could tell it's her too. Like as soon as they show, it's like, oh, that's yeah, that's Leia. That's Leia. And now Ben's got to go and and rescue Leia because she got kidnapped by members of the Red Hot. You call him Peppers. Ben? What are you on a first name basis ben. with Obi Wan? <laughs> He's trying to keep a secret. Ben. I'm not gonna be a a hole like that one guy who shows up, Master Kenobi. I know it's you. Shut, Shut up. up. <laughs> so good. I'm hiding. Right. Does that happen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's so much great stuff about it. Really is good about this show. Yeah. Me and Buzz were talking about it yesterday. It has so many good connections to the original series. A lot of great Easter eggs uh, that you wouldn't you wouldn't even realize. Like yesterday, I was bringing up the fact that in the Obi Wan TV show, Obi Wan wants to give a toy to Luke. He has like a, a spaceship, and Luke is like a kid. He wants to give it to him for his birthday. 
And Uncle Owen says, no, get that out of here. Get that crap out of here. Oh. But if you ever watch the 1977 uh, Star Wars New Hope, that toy is in Luke's room. Yeah, I so totally forgot. I didn't even anyway. pick. I didn't even. Well, pick yeah, that he must up. have gotten. He must have. Obi Wan must have eventually. Must have eventually give it to him. So uh, there's it, a new episode oh, already cute. out, guys. Yeah, it, it, I like that. It really bridges the shows in a really cool way. Oh, and then when they find when he finds out that somebody's not dead, he finds out that somebody's. Oh yeah, right. He's just like what. Joanna, you didn't. I almost did you, don't did want to watch, spoil that. I almost don't want to spoil that. Did you watch the <clears throat> the movies? No. No. Yes. Oh yeah. So okay. we've. Right, I'll go ahead. <laughs> I think it's fair game. We we find out that also, for the for care. the ten years since Revenge of the Sith, uh, Obi Wan has assumed that Anakin died. Okay. That, that he killed him. Hey man, I chopped off his legs and his arms and left him on the side of a volcano. Next he actually a caught fire at some lava. point. Right. It's like. I thought he was a goner. And so and he's he, been real sad about it for the past 10 years. He's like, just been depressed. He's like, I had to kill my, my best friend, brother slash son. I think he raised him almost. Yeah, he's very, alive. Very complicated. <gasps> Which is funny because that's also what happens in Stranger Things. Everybody <gasps> thinks that Hopper died, but he did not. Oh! He survived. Dang. He's alive. Joanna, shots fired with the spoilers. I think everybody knew that, though. <laughs> If anybody, uh, for those who've gone to see Top Gun Maverick, there's a part there's a part of that movie, and I won't go into details because it's in cinema, it's in theaters, and we got the two week rule right on spoilers. But there's a part of it of Top Gun Maverick that really reminds me of the first Star Wars, the original Star Wars from 1977. Hmm. I won't say anymore, as much All as right. I'd love to. All it would take is a little coaxing, and it'd come right out. So no, that's okay. Yeah, don't do it. (laughs) I really want to. Oh, man. Were you thinking about watching the first uh, Top Gun, Joanna? No. Okay. (laughs) Asked and answered. Someone was like, Joanna, if you don't watch it, you're missing out on one of the greatest 80s movies ever. And I was like, yeah, but I've seen The Goonies, so I think I'm fine. They're, They're great 80s movies in different ways. Like, Top Gun was the classic... Like badass, like manly American version of it. It said it had a very real impact on recruitment, especially for the Navy and especially for the Navy flyer program. Like what? a lot of people wanted to go to Top Gun. Why are you Gun. going to the Navy? Didn't you see Top Gun? <laughs> Call me Goose. Call me Goose. No, Goose dies. Oh, snap. I did not know that. The uh, Spoiler. <laughs> The new episode of uh, Obi Wan Kenobi is on Disney Plus. <laughs> God, you really do. Yeah, I got me the bug. I feel like Buzz is feeling the same way I am about Stranger Things. Oh, uh, you haven't finished Stranger Things, have you? No, they because they released all of it, didn't they? They released the first half. There's still two more episodes to come next month. Okay, but there's nothing keeping you from watching the next episode other than your your own schedule or whatever. Yeah, right? for sure. They're hour long episodes. I really have to set aside some time. I tried to yesterday while I was here <laughs> working, but I was working. So. It was too hard. It was really hard. I'm going to have your random facts here in just a minute. Uh, the Uvalde police chief, who's also the school district police chief, was caught outside a city building by uh, one of the 
reporters from CNN who asked him some questions. So I haven't seen the the interview yet. But the the what has been reported for the past twenty four hours is that that officer, that police chief, is no longer cooperating with the investigation. But he's not answering, huh. questions or he's not answering anymore. questions, yeah. right? So he had a few words. Uh, he was called out, you know, as making the wrong choice. Well, and you were saying that you think it's because he might have lawyered up, and the lawyers are saying. I think the Don't. lawyers are like, "Hey, you need to." Other reports zip it up. Other reports are saying, "No, he is upset with the Texas DPS colonel, who uh, Mr. McShaw, who's uh, Upshaw McShaw, McCraw, McCraw, who uh, criticized him last Friday, saying that he made a, the wrong decision, and he's saying, well, 'Well, I'm not going to.'" I'm not going to help or work with you if, well, you, if you criticize Peter, me. Uh, Pete, Pete Ariadondo is who we're talking about. He was the uh, school district uh, police chief, and the police chief, and he, he now he's on the city council. So that's what he was showing up for was his new, uh, his new job. But he can read. I mean, he knows where these questions were going. He knows they – and the fact that uh, the DPS chief – said that it was wrong decision all this scrutiny is going to be on him i mean this teacher who they say left a door propped open she had to get a lawyer just right. to, just to get out that no 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 she didn't leave the door she closed yeah. the door but, the it door. Lo- but it didn't lock behind her like it was supposed to right so i mean if the teacher who might have left the door propped open has a lawyer i would be shocked if pete arandando isn't going on the advice of a lawyer mm-hmm Sarah Palin's libel suit against the New York Times got thrown out and was denied a retrial. The judge in the case said that Palin did not show a single speck of evidence that there was malice on the part of the New York Times. I don't know if you've been following this story, but they did a story where they said that uh, it was a story about, you know, people putting targets like literally in ads and stuff and they said that uh sarah palin had put gabby giffords in a crosshair in in you know some kind of literature or whatever and it turns out they were wrong and they did a retraction you know which you're supposed to do uh but she said that it was she has to prove that there was malice on the part of the New York Times, according to the judge in she that has to case. Prove they York, intended to hurt they, her. They, right. That they knew they were lying and did it anyway with the intent uh, of malice or to hurt her. And the judge came back and said that I think the term was not a single speck of evidence that that was the case. Uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and get to our random facts. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Yes, but am I ready? <laughs> All right, delving into uh, things that are facts that you might not be aware of. We got three random facts for you. Random fact number one. This is one I almost want to call like my mom because she would have been alive. Stop signs weren't always red. Up until 1954, they were yellow. Red didn't become the standard color until 1954. Right. It's like, is anybody here 70 listening? You could tell us you remember yellow stop signs. So I looked it up. 
And sure enough, for until the 1920s, there was no standard color for a stop sign. A stop sign could be white. Uh, they went with yellow in the 1920s, though, because the red coloring would fade over time. And it wasn't oh, until yeah. the 1950s that they got the technology, the color technology. <laughs> we have the technology. Red. Right. So, so we're going to make it color red. Color it red. But uh, stop signs were yellow. Yellow until means 1954. Stop. Imagine? That's yeah. weird. I told you about the poop emoji and the vanilla ice cream being <laughs> identical, so I don't have to yes. do that one. <laughs> Random fact number two. Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world, is 91 years old, and he still drinks at least five cans of Coke every day. Mm. He drinks it with breakfast wow. instead of coffee. He says he also drinks it most days when he eats ice cream. He's 91 years old. I guess at 90, yeah. He's not diabetic. And I do the same thing. Like if I go to... Don't compare yourself whatsoever. With or, Warren Buffett. You you are I'll order like 59 a, and he is 60. I mean, he is 90. 91, and I'm not even anywhere close to the age that you just specified. That's not true at all. I bet your body <laughs> is technically older by all of its like chemical... Compositions than Warren Buffett. It's probably not a pretty picture. I'll agree with that. I won't go so far as to say that I'm in worse shape than Warren Buffett, who's 91. It's probably like I, I probably don't want to know everything that's going on. And uh, random fact number three. In the year 1939, Gone with the Wind and Wizard of Oz were both released, and they were both directed by a man named Victor Fleming. Hmm. He suffered a Nervous breakdown from directing Gone with the Wind during the day and editing The Wizard of Oz at night. So he, it, they overlapped. He was working on both of these oh, movies wow, that both went on to be huge blockbusters and cultural touchstones and everything else. And uh, Victor Fleming had a nervous breakdown. I would like to point out, though, as much as the pressure on him, 15-year-old Judy Garland was being forced to smoke cigarettes and take speed to lose weight while fighting off horny midgets on set all day. All right. Uh, that's not a joke, by the way. No, yeah, no yeah. that's all real. That's, she was that's what she says. Giving cigarettes? Right. They were worried mm-hmm. that she might be looking a little pudgy. She's 15, and they're like, well, you need to smoke cigarettes, and if you're feeling a little peckish, take some, amph- take some methamphetamine this, yep. or speed, whatever that is. And in between it all, a bunch of the... Uh, munchkins were really trying to make the move on her. (laughs) (laughs) No, Judy. Those are your... uh... She's pretty funny. Yeah, that material wouldn't work today. Little people. I couldn't tell them. uh, I mean, I... (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, you shouldn't tell somebody that. (laughs) Right, the thing you would tell them is, I'm 15. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Not. And they yeah, got, I'm 15. You're 40. And they got smashed every, <laughs> every night. night. The butterfly. And man. butterfly. Man. Didn't she have a lot of problems with addiction later on? Yes. She went early grave. In fact, <laughs> I wonder if she can. If she ever blames uh, Wizard of Oz for doing that to her. <laughs> I, like, I don't think I it was been ju- better I, off I in Kansas. I don't. Well, okay. Well, Dorothy was from Kansas, not not Judy Garland. No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, she could have. Been. I don't know where she was from. Did she but. not own Toto? No, Toto made more no. money than the Munchkins did. 
Oh, right. Yeah, had you ever read that? I had, yeah. yeah. They only made it half as much. But it wasn't just Wizard of Oz. This was like all, and it wasn't just her. Like a lot of the ingenues of the day were like, oh, you know, we want you, if you don't look the way or you don't like the schedule, we're just going to give you some meth. Right. And, uh, you know, smoke cigarettes. That's a good way to curb your appetite. Yep. Uh, All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We've got much more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show ahead right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. I got a little bit of audio that I wanted to share with you. Do you remember yesterday's story that uh, a survey of American women said that 70% 70% say a dad bod is fine. Yep. And 35% of women say they actually prefer a dad bod to somebody who's working out all the time. Oh, I memorized that news. And I made cards to give out to people. <clears throat> how, how, did they define, how did they define dad bod? Joanna, didn't they say, like, uh, in shape but with a little extra... Generally fit, I don't but know. I can't remember what they said qualifies as a dad bod. I just remember saying David Harbour from Stranger Things. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with we, that. We threw Perfect out a few names: bod. David Harbour, Patrick Wilson, uh, Chris Pratt before he lost all the way to become Star Lord. Jason Clark is. I don't know if you know who that actor is. I put him in the dad Clark. bod category. Matt Damon in a lot of the movies he's in, unless he's an action star, then he'll get in shape. But if he's just like Jason doing a regular. Clark. Yeah. Uh, dad, Jason Clark's got a dad bod. That's a right? good dad bod right there. Iggy said yesterday, maybe it was Iggy or other comic friend Donali said, uh, you can't have a dad bod if you don't see your kids. <laughs> 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 like if That's you're not if you're not paying child support, <laughs> you're, you're not allowed you to have a dad bod. You can't have a dad bod. You're just fat. You're just fat. <laughs> 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 this I, I gotta say, this song started off funny, and then it just got sad, and then it got offensive after yeah. a while. <laughs> Buzz. <clears throat> a uh, quarterback in a league that's not college, and it's not the NFL. It's one of these uh, indoor football leagues. Lit up a joint after a score. So he scored twice. <laughs> I guess so. He must have scored before the game, too. <laughs> It's the Fan Control Football League, and a quarterback was fired for celebrating a touchdown by lighting up a joint. Now, the interesting part of this is that the Fan Control Football League, uh, their official policy is they don't mind if their athletes consume marijuana in, quote, a responsible use of cannabis. However, all the games are played in Georgia where... It is still illegal. Oh. Also, it's in an indoor arena, so smoking anything is banned. Uh, so, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, quarterback Jason Stewart uh, got the heave ho. And here's a little bit of uh, audio from some of the fans. The, it's called the Fan Control Football League because the fans get to vote on what the offense should do. You know, Which is they, a crazy concept, but kind of what? cool. <clears throat> Yeah, they also get to vote on instant replay, and I'm thinking, well, hold on a second here. If I was at an away game, isn't the home team going to vote against me every time? But it doesn't sound like uh, it's it's all in the same. They all play in the same arena. Right. Uh, so here is a clip from somebody who was filming when uh, the quarterback 
brought out a what do you call it? A joint or a well, oh, there's a word I'm looking. At. He uses a different word for a joint, like when it's wrapped in a cigar wrapper. Oh, like a blunt? Yeah, I think he says blunt. You were just trying to get me to say that. <laughs> Uh, the league, Fan Control Football League, actually supports responsible pot use. Uh, you, we don't mind you doing it. It's the timing drug, right. of it. Uh, it's in the place where it's illegal. We can't protect you with that. The player, though, Jason Stewart, says that he his life is fine off the field, and he was just happy to play again. So was, was he famous in the NFL? I don't know that he ever played in the NFL, but in this this is a league that some former NFL and I put stars in quotes for the first name here. Johnny Manziel uh, played, but also he was Terrell a star. Owens. Did he, did he get to party with rappers and stuff? Well, he was a star because he was Heisman Trophy winner and Mr. Football at Texas A and M. He was he was a big star in college football for sure. Terrell Owens though also played in this league, and he was a legit star. Legit star. Somebody I don't know who, but a genius in my mind. <laughs> Pitch corrected Eminem <laughs> to match the Super Mario's <laughs> Brothers theme song. So here is the masterpiece that resulted. That's the blow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Amazing. Masterpiece. That's really good. Chef's kiss. Stuff like that almost makes the internet worth (laughs) all the baggage that comes with it, you know? Almost. 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 There may be another shortage on the way because of the supply chain issues. Ugh. Wall Street Journal reports that movie theater chains are worried that there is going to be a popcorn shortage <gasps> this summer, and they oh, may no. not have enough popcorn to go around. Oh, no! One executive from a popcorn supplier, I assume his last name is Redenbacher. Redenbacher. <laughs> <laughs> First name Orville. <laughs> Well, like maybe Orville the Fifth or something by this time. <laughs> but this executive, this unnamed executive, says supply of popcorn will be tight before the summer's over. Partially because they're having to pay farmers more to keep growing popcorn rather than switching to more lucrative crops like soybeans or popcorn. You know, probably. If uh, the shortfall happens, it could hurt theaters who are already dealing with staffing issues, inflation, the fact that they've been kind of shut down for a couple of years. Um, It's not just the popcorn itself. Theaters are also struggling to get the special bags that they use for popcorn. Okay. Interesting. There's a specific lining that keeps the butter from melting through. Oh. Oh. Good to know. So even uh, if they do have popcorn, they might you might see the price really go up. There's a I read a fact one time that says for a, for a large 
popcorn at a movie theater, which is going to run what, Joanna? Eight dollars? Yeah. Ten, eight to ten, depending on where you are. It's like eighteen bucks for the combo. Yeah, right. <laughs> but for the bag of popcorn, that's let's say eight, eight yeah. bucks. The the cost, the actual cost for the bag and the popcorn, is thirty cents. The hell? So that's a pretty big <gasps> markup already, right? And I might be the the lone voice saying this, but popcorn is was a lot better, or it seemed a lot better, or a lot fresher when I was younger. At some point, they I think they did an old switcheroo. Like I think they've got bags of pre pop popcorn that they just warm up somewhere back in the back. Unless I see them actually dig into the popcorn maker, it's just not as amazingly fresh. I think you're crazy. You you don't think that what I'm saying? I think that's is all true. in your head. No, I've seen them popping popcorn in front of me. Oh, I think they might have a thing up there for show. No, I've seen them dip dip in, put the popcorn in right. my. What I'm and I'm saying that may still go on, but that I think may there, happen. Still. I think there are also theaters that just have big supplies of popcorn. When's the last Somebody, time you went to a theater that wasn't Alamo Draft House? What uh, Saturday? Which one? Where'd you go? Remcon? Cinemark. Cinemark. Yeah. So you don't think Cinemark is providing you with the I, fresh I just don't popcorn. think the popcorn is as good generally as it was 35 years ago. 30 years ago. Thir- <laughs> popcorn's not as good as it was well, 30 for, years ago. First of all, ago. as soon as you walked in, the whole lobby... <laughs> Nothing's as good as it was 30 years ago. But are you saying that's me? That's my yeah, perception? That's you. 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 All right. Hey, they've definitely made fresh popcorn. Yeah, I'd... somebody might call in if there's an insider. Is there a possibility that a lot of the popcorn being served in theaters is not fresh popped? You don't have to tell us what theater you work for. Yeah, you don't have to tell us your real name. It'd but be nice, do, but do, you know they did. I a, mean, tell me when you're not on the air. You know the McDonald's French fries aren't as good as they used to be. We've gone yeah, over but that's that, because, yeah, but because they don't get. Fried in the animal The same fat. animal oil, and they have less salt. Yeah, whatever. They're not as good. <laughs> whatever. You sound like such an old man. Have you always sounded like an old man? <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, even when back. I was a kid. Oh, this juice box isn't as good as the ones when I was three. <laughs> My Cracker Jacks ain't as good as they used to be. Ooh. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. All right, we get a call. I hope it's about popcorn. I am pretty sure that popcorn just is not as good in a movie theater as it was back in the in day the, in the eighties, the eighteen eighties, eighteen eighties. Let's talk. Well, we did have a caller who couldn't go on air, but he did say, "As you get older, your taste buds change." So it is possible that you liked it a lot more when you were younger than now. God, I, it's not just the taste, though. It's like the freshness, and it was, I don't know. Hello, Ruben. Here, here's Ruben. Hey, hey, what's up, Ruben? Good morning, Buzz. Hey, Joanna and Nico, what's up, guys? Morning. Hey, so real quick, I just wanted to say, uh, oh, number one, Nico, don't don't believe what everybody says about you, bro. You're good in my book, all right? Don't don't believe all the, <laughs> yeah. all the bad don't don't subscribe to this common wisdom, Ruben. Yeah, I didn't know there was a common wisdom. Yeah, All right. thanks, man. Oh, my bad. Yeah. 
I just hear people bashing you sometimes, Nico, and that's not cool. I think you're a cool dude. You're, you're doing great on the show. Oh, Anyways, thank you. On the, on the whole popcorn thing, I used to uh, I used to work at the movie theaters. Now, this is a while back. This was maybe like 18, 20 years ago. Uh, Buzz, I don't know if you remember the General Cinemas at the Sunland Park Mall. Um, mm-hmm. That was where I, yeah, that's where I worked. Now, they would actually schedule me for a shift for just popping popcorn. They had this whole room uh, upstairs. And they had these these industrial, these commercial popcorn uh, machines. And my entire shift, I would just pop popcorn and just fill up these giant trash bags full of popcorn. And so we would just store them. And then when we would get rushes, it's like there's just not enough little machines to, like, make oh. everybody get enough popcorn. So they, they get the supplies from upstairs, and they just kind of fill up the popcorn machines. But, yeah, they're, it's definitely not fresh. Sometimes they'd be there for a a couple of days, you know, maybe almost a week sometimes. So, Real. Yeah, I, see, even. I wasn't even thinking they, they'd been stored for several days. I was thinking, you know, they might have been popped earlier in the day or something, but... It, and Yeah, sometimes, sometimes you know, depending on how busy it was, they, you could finish them in, in a day or two, but yeah, a couple of days, so it's not always fresh. That was just the thing wow. there, you know. I don't know how it is now with, I think, Cinemark bought them out. Uh, I don't know if they still do the same thing, but yeah, I get the feeling like popcorn's not as fresh as it used to be. Before. I, I, I that leads me to another theory, <laughs> and that's when I was a kid, I would go to the local theater, which only had two screens, and they didn't uh, have, they never had. I mean, unless it was, you know, a huge movie came out, they could probably just pop the popcorn as the day went on. They probably had, you know, because it was just two screens. It was a small theater. Nico, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. I bet they did just just keep popping it. But yeah, I'm sure when, they when you're in a bigger city and you got more people coming. And you have a rush of right. people. That, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I never thought about the big rushes of people that you would get. I mean, it's not terrible. It's still pretty good. It's just not the same as I remember. Just Like, I remember it just being so freaking delicious, man. All right. Well, that, yeah, I mean, it's a huge difference when they pop it fresh right in front of you and they serve it to you. So, yeah. Uh, it, hopefully it's it's changed. I don't know, but you're right, Buzz. Popcorn's not the same as it used to be. It, it, that's my two cents for that. You All right, thanks, Ruben. Appreciate yeah, thanks, it, Ruben. Man. Thank you. <laughs> See, somebody supports you, was, and uh, your aging taste buds. Would you like to hear some messages from the app chat? Yeah. Junebug says, "I've worked at the Bassett Movies before. Can confirm we made the popcorn ourselves fresh." Ah, okay. Adam says, the popcorn at Alamo Draft House is always freshly popped. Mm-hmm. And they use real butter. And they use real butter. Stacy says, Buzz, you're old. Sense of smell and taste start to go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's possible. Your taste buds are changing. Maybe it just doesn't feel, taste as fresh to you. See, Buzz, as we get older. It doesn't taste as warm either. Like sometimes it comes out and it's it's just not like it came right out of the popper. But sometimes your skin can't I feel can temperature the same. Ever since COVID, like my taste buds aren't the same, and popcorn tastes a little weird to me. Yeah, Which but Buzz hasn't had COVID. That's just his life. Which is sad because I love popcorn at the movies. Put some butter. Put some butter. <laughs> Butter, put some butter, put some, put some, put some butter. I love BT. I love that song. I think BT's coming back yeah. to El Paso this summer, right? He will be back this summer. Cool. Mm-hmm. Did you hear the ad for the Latin Kings of Comedy? 
I with did. Paul yeah. And Joey Joey uh, Medina. Joey Medina, who was just here. A, it seems like a couple weeks ago, Joey was here, but. And uh, Johnny Sanchez, one of my favorites. Uh, Gilbert uh, Esquivel will also be there. Very funny. I I didn't catch where it's going to be. The Plaza. Okay. But I, I was just I was just messaging Joey actually, being like, Hey, when you're in town, let me know, because I want to I want to host for Paul Rodriguez someday. Like that's one of my collection. This is the Latin <laughs> Kings of Comedy. I'm Latin, not oh the Armenian God. Kings of Comedy. I was just telling Buzz, I'm I'm applying for the Ha Festival. It's the Hispanic Comedy Festival uh, oh next God. year in San Antonio. And Buzz is like, you you wouldn't feel bad about doing okay. that? He didn't feel bad. What did, did you say you had to do in high school? And uh, they told you, like, bring I, your grandpa in? I was a National Hispanic Merit Scholar. And they made you present your grandfather to prove it? Well, the, the, <laughs> school, counsel, the school counselor did say, hey, can you just have somebody in your family? Come? Someone who's actually Hispanic. Like, no, they're all Hispanic. But okay. I was like, fine, I'll bring my grandpa. Um, Jimian. Say that in a Spanish, like a Mexican accent. Adhemian. <laughs> it sounds hilarious. Adhemian. Okay, so you, both of your your grandparents on both sides are are Mexican? Yes. My grandmother's last name's Ochoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ochoa. He even says it like it looks like it's the first time he's ever, I don't know, Ochoa or I something? I think it's like Ochoa. I was doing it that way on purpose. Says her first name was, <laughs> okay. her first name was Loopy. Loopy. <laughs> <laughs> it's spelled O L O O P Y. I'm just saying you don't. I hope I'm not using the wrong term. You don't present as Hispanic. Oh, that does sound wrong. How are people supposed to present? How does Hispanic present? You're blonde. You're pale. You're pasty. Canelo Alvarez is a white-skinned, red-headed man. From Mexico, he's born in Mexico, and he but you were just saying Spanish. You were just saying born in Mexico. He was but Buzz born. was just saying that I don't present as Mexican. Does he present as Mexican to you? Once he starts talking, yeah. <laughs> so that's all it takes. So you're going to judge a book he's by its cover. Very, he's br- very proud I'm of his Mexican you heritage. You're I'm gonna, Mexican. You're going to judge a book by its cover, Buzz. Ochoa. A little Ochoa, bit. Ochoa, I'm saying if you got up at the Latin Comedy Festival, people would start checking the program. It's like, wait a second. I thought this was Latin America or uh, Hispanic. What is it? Huh? Who let the white guy in? Yeah, right. Who let the white guys out? Oh, my God. You couldn't be a Latin king. You couldn't even I be, could a, be a You Latin couldn't king. even be a Latin do- <laughs> I dolphin. I could. No, you can't. I could be a Latin king you of comedy You couldn't even someday. be a Latin baron of comedy. <laughs> I have a lot of Latino-related material. Latina. I know, but it's just you know, really hard to sell. Calm down. I, like, I do Spanish I, I, in my set. <laughs> I do medical Spanish in my set. Uh, that's another thing. You're not conversant in Spanish. Really? You're not. Señora, ¿tienes dolor en su vejilla? Do you have a pain in your head? I didn't say any of those things. I said pain, but not in your head. What would you say? Vejiga. In your vagina? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. See, but Buzz thinks he start. He's like, I know Spanish. I live with a Mexican girl. And... I By know. the way, watching you two communicate is the cutest thing ever. Watching who? Me and my you girlfriend. And girlfriend? When you speak to her and like you just speak English but with a Mexican accent and you're it is better when you when you see me okay. speak. I don't like do this. that. I do that because if I just talk you like did at an, that I, when if we I talk you understand me muy better. <laughs> muy better. Say onion. Onion. <laughs> 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 El onion. But I just listen, want you to know that's how my mom and I call it now. If I, El onion. Onion. I'm telling you, with with my girlfriend, who thank God is out of out of the time.
time zone right now. Oh, she's not listening. is this when we're supposed to be taking care of you? Did she tell people to take care of me? Yes. <laughs> she did? She Did she message you? I understood it, though, that she, Buzz was going out of town. No. And Buzz is like, no, she's When going I speak town. to her, if I speak... But because you did that weird thing. What thing? Your weird way you speak with her. With the accent, I couldn't understand what was going on. Oh, because you were hearing him talk to her yes. on the phone, and you were trying no, to no, pick no. up the conversation. In person, this was Joanna, in person. Joanna and her sister met my girlfriend on Thursday. You were there. You were there. Dip what? <laughs> I didn't know that's what she's when she was talking about. The only okay. time I've met Buzz's girlfriend. That was the only. That was the first time you met her. Yeah. Oh, did you see what yes. I'm talking about? And then I did not understand because Buzz okay. was talking like these. And the reason I do it is because if I talk at a normal pace and normal <laughs> conversational English, it's too fast and hard for her to understand. So not only do I slow it down, but I also put the way that she would pronounce the word. Oh, my God. Aren't you supposed to get better at language the longer you're speaking it or around the person? Uh, we kind of hit a, like a bottleneck. I feel like. <laughs> but Joanna, you don't think it's offensive? You think it's cute? It's adorable. But is it's it adorably offensive? No, because his girlfriend doesn't complain about it. <laughs> and also, I'm trying to be accommodating. You I'm think it's helping? I and think it's the only way we like could communicate. Talking to us in English, and then we're like, "Oh, you could speak to us in Spanish." And then she's like, "Oh, thank God!" Yeah. <laughs> and she switches to Spanish immediately. So there you go. Joanna thinks it's adorable. It is adorable. It is adorable. Buzz um, loves his girlfriend. Buzz loves his girlfriend. Sitting in a tree. K I S S I N G. Y el onion. And el onion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sometimes she'll just bust up laughing because I was saying something about her shirt, but I called it a cambia instead of what it really is. You it's a change? It a Why would you call it a cambia? Because I think it starts with a C, but cambia I Cambia means put, change. Yeah, I know, camiseta. but I. Cam, what is it? A camiseta. Yeah. Cambia. And then she laughed at you? Yeah. Ah, you tried to say! <laughs> She's like, you try and say the other, and you say the wrong. <laughs> Wait, that was your impression of her doing <laughs> Yeah, that's correct. That's good. Well, it is the month of June, everybody. We've still got uh, a few weeks to go until it's summer, but 100 <laughs> oh, for the God. high temperature today. So uh, put that in your pipe and smoke it. It's going to be 100. <laughs> Chance of rain tomorrow. Can you remember the last time we got any rain? Worth mentioning in El Paso? Yeah. yeah been a long time but there's about a 20 percent chance that we'll get some rain tomorrow evening and then it all moves out of the forecast and it warms right back up to 100 uh for the rest of the week of the weekend have a great one everybody we'll be back tomorrow get the show started at 6 a.m don't forget we did do an after buzz yesterday so there's a new one of those if you haven't checked it out and the buzz adams on demand is available for you every day thanks to joanne Mm -hmm. thinks I'm adorable. adorable. <laughs> Have a great Wednesday, everybody. We will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.